0: This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta.
1: Angreza apna lagan and News Laundry apna hafta. Kabhi na chhoďte aandhi aai tufa nai sar kate ai mundi ude ya mujhe Bangalore jana ho mein vaapas aake aapko hafta zarur doonga or vasool bhi karunga. I'm Abhinandan Sekri with News Laundry Hafta and with me on the panel today, I'm Editor-in-Chief Mahdut Hello. Anand. Hello Back to News Laundry again And Anand Ranganathan By the way that was Anand Vardhan Then there's Anand Ranganathan Consulting editor And in-house scientist Hello And our friend And very senior journalist Is I'm putting it in inverted commas And in quotations <laughs> Because I don't like saying senior list, But eminent journalist Which one are make, you
2: putting in quotations Senior or journalist? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well with his jet black hair hey, definitely doesn't look senior <laughs> So, these mallus now, their bloody hair doesn't go white. Huh? No,
2: I think this, this new wave of Godrej uh, thing, hair dye.
1: Murthy <laughs> saying you're AC, <laughs> <laughs> Anand Babu is very wrong. You're, his natural youth, you
2: are. I don't know, himself. let's ask Madhu. What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was just reading something. No, Tell no, me. No, no.
1: So, Olake no, is the executive editor of Open Magazine. Before this, he's been with the uh, Economic Times, uh, last I remember. Uh, and your book, recently came out on Atal Bihari Vajpayee which yeah. we have done an interview with Anand on and, on, and yeah. I happen to be halfway through I have an interesting story about that also
3: yeah yeah thank you <laughs>
1: so that's our panel by the way, those of you who haven't read it the book is called The Untold Vajpayee Politician and Paradox published by Penguin Viking uh, available on stands now do check it out very few biographies these days in any case and that two ones one's like this uh, I, I actually we'll talk a bit about that because maybe Anand have you covered this that how does he get away by writing all this and, you know, uh, the, the personal lives and stuff? Have you got any yeah, hate regarding I this? I mean, because yeah. you've, maybe Vajpayee is no longer relevant. Because Modi, Modi, Modi. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, <laughs> <no, gee>, Yogi. <laughs> yeah. So who the fuck cares about Vajpayee? But, you know, all that you've told about his personal life and stuff. Do uh, you think you could have written this when he was hale and hearty and, he you know, He never hid his
4: personal life.
1: No, I know, but you couldn't write about it, right? What do you think? Have you got any hate, Oleg?
3: I don't know, you know, because you know I didn't write about it when he was. Uh, no, now have, heil have, have heil you I, I, a I know now. It's, 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 it's I don't know about it, but he wouldn't have objected because you know it was the talk of the town at that time when. And this actually, was it on. wasn't
4: the talk of the town. People ignored it. No, talk nobody of, cared.
3: Yeah, and at nobody least you know a lot of those people it. who visited his home. Uh, she was the first one, Mrs. Cowell was the first one to come and invite them, invite them over and offer coffee and tea and biscuits. used and and to no chat no
2: with social them. media, so. Hmm. I know, lives. I think
4: even if there was a social media, I think there is a line that people have observed that you get don't get into uh, private lives. Not anymore, I, I don't think that's gone. Okay, oh, whose you, have they exposed other than Digvijay Dig Singh. No, but what was there to expose in that? He married. Uh, no, no, but
2: social media went was, down he, with he, it. He na. was a
4: widow and then he got married, so what? No, he didn't there was get no married. Scandal. No, th- th-
1: there were pictures floated. Yeah. It, of course, it, was, it wasn't It was one sec. It wasn't that no one cared. It was a big deal. It was trending. It was like people were, you know, talking about how, you know, Digvijay's affair leaked or whether it was, uh, whether he tried to hide it or not is not the point. The point is that I didn't know and I got to know because of this everyone saying, look, haw, 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 like that.
3: You know, even even I, back I then, s- you know, I, I I don't know whether it's politically correct to uh, s- say this, but I know of a, a person, a BJP leader, young, uh, uh, you know, rising star of that time, uh, who referred to Vajpayee's wife as call girl. You know, uh, with that kind of uh, yeah hint. You know,
1: well, you mean Vajpayee's. Not wife, watch That's, That's horrible. Yeah. Someone said that, that and he came
3: to know about it, and he was very upset about and
1: it. And you've written about that in the book. Yeah, I and he basically about finished that guy's career, and then he kind no, of
3: no, he kind of came came back later
1: after getting
2: into the Modi camp.
3: Ah, yeah. No, can you, he's can a very you reveal powerful. the
2: name? Yeah.
3: <laughs> no. By <laughs> the way, I have to say he
2: Ulek completes the Troika <laughs> of Mallus that we've had on Hafta <laughs> You know, the, the Mr. Know It Alls, you know. So we had we've had Josie, we've had Gopi <laughs> And now we and have Ulek. So
1: Anyway, so you guys should pick up the book. I mean you'll be surprised at some of that. but coming back to so you haven't got anyone saying that how dare you write like this about
2: there
3: were a few people who said that you know even i went to a seminar uh, uh, organized by in, uh, an organization called india futures at jnu uh Anand be very familiar with that. All, is, all uh, of them were nice people. And, you know, like uh, Professor Makran Paranjpe was mm-hmm. the, you know, who, I mean, you wouldn't agree with what he has to say, but he's a person who has a mind. And, and you know, extremely you know, civil and extremely polite. Very, very polite, man. He had his difference of opinion in the way I looked at things. Of course, you know, uh, you agree to disagree and all. Sure. But there was uh, the vice president of the BJP, uh, Vin, uh, Vijay, Vijay's husband, who is also a Rajya member member, was very upset about the fact that uh, I wrote a bit uh, about his private life. What and did he say? He had, he he was shocked to uh, see that you know uh, how he 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 was asking questions like how come you could write that and you know like someone who is. You know, getting into that, you know, very ancient, uh, moralistic way of preaching.
1: I, I think that, and you, uh, this is a line also in your book, that if you want to write a biography, not a hagiography, what do you call Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to explore all sides, but I don't think in India that is still acceptable.
4: You know, biography yeah, has How such... many biographies were written of Nehru? Nobody hmm. wrote about his private yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All the great leaders of that time, they were Mm. written about. Mm. None of them, even Indira Gandhi, nobody really wrote about her private life. But Sarvepalli Gopal, who
3: wrote a brilliant biography of uh, Nehru, also wrote about his his own father, Radha Krishna, which was a uh, complete disclosure of everything, his philandering ways and everything Mm -hmm. was. I think I rate his uh, biography of his own father higher than uh,
4: his biography of Nehru. And actually Mahatma Gandhi's own writing about himself was pretty... I think that's yeah pretty open. What is yeah. your view, Anand Vardhan? I think Indra also
0: had an honest um, biography with Catherine. Mm. Uh, Catherine Frank. Frank. Catherine Frank. Mm. Yes, means uh, um, biographies have generally been iconography. Mm. Means uh, they run parallel. And uh, I think there there is a perception that uh, Indians are not interested in the private lives of their politicians or public figures. And uh, Madhu has been alluding to that. Uh, so, uh, But uh, social media has uh, demolished such perceptions. Mm. That, I
4: think Indians are very interested. But very, think uh, it's uh, bad taste? Mm. Yes. yes. Uh,
0: in, in, uh, Indians in their psyche are uh, um, collectively voyeurists. Mm. So mm. Uh, so uh, right. a collective voyeurism feeds on a lot of reality TV t- uh, programs that we have. Yeah. Mm. No wonder yeah, it does
1: yeah. so well.
4: True,
0: true. Anyway... Uh,
1: i just like to appeal to you, when the public pays, the public is served, when advertisers pay, advertisers are served. Do subscribe to News Laundry. Help keep news independent and free. We need your support. Uh, our subscription has grown significantly in the last three or four months, so please don't let it slow down. Please tell your friends and relatives to subscribe to News Laundry. Also, we have launched our science desk under the leadership of Anand Vardhan, and it is quite, sorry, and it is quite a formidable science desk. Uh, congratulations Anand. That's well it's one. up to you and Hello, uh, one.
2: all due to you and news laundry and uh, a lot of feedback that we got. In fact, Hafta was the genesis of if you remember. Yes. Yeah, In yeah. fact In a chat on Hafta. That's right. Yeah, so, so
1: thank you all scientists who are part of Science Desk. We've had a couple of pieces already up. A podcast will be going up yeah. soon on the Science Desk. We've got the audio files. We'll just be editing those together to make it sound nice.
2: So and sp- all the emails that we get for contributing are from Harvard, MIT. Yeah, yeah. Thorasa, Thorasa. It's not embarrassing because Thorasa is <laughs> a <laughs> vehicle. <It tells that. laughs> Genuine. Electron <laughs> mange. <laughs> <laughs> I forwarded you an email that came from yes, uh, MIT. So, I saw that.
1: <laughs> so uh, do check out our science desk and, like I said, support News Laundry. This is what we're going to be talking about today uh, Gaurak Shaks kill a dairy farmer in Alwar and the fallout of that political fallout. Uh, with Muk- Mukhtar Abbas Nakwi denying the Alwar incident in parliament. Supreme Court has Rajasthan, Maharashtra, UP, Jharkhand, Shattisgarh and Gujarat to respond to rising incidents of cow protectionism and ask for Rajasthan governments to respond to the Alwar incident. Three people including a minor resident for allegedly carrying beef in Assam. UP cabinet waived off farmer loan for current year and the RBI governor, I believe, had something to say about this. I've been travelling so I haven't read this but I just read a headline. Is that right?
2: He said it was bad bad <laughs> economics.
1: Mm. I see. Okay. But, but recita- many
2: many people are now... Sorry, maybe we, when we talk about that... We yeah,
1: recitation of Vande Matra made mandatory at civic body meeting in Varanasi, Gorakhpur. Uh, Aam party and Arvind K. Jival always in the news, this time with uh, his b- legal bills and the Shunglu... Shinglu reporter? Uh, the, They're the making us committee pay his legal bills. His legal bills what? for his case against... Uh, his defense against the case... For the case against him by Arun Jaitley. US launches missile attack at the Syria military base this morning, actually. Uh, I would like to see where that goes. GST bill cleared in parliament and Manmohan Singh says it's a game changer. It could be a game changer. And Sushma Suraj breeds fire and brimstone on the African envoys who complained about India's racist behavior. Oh, did she? I'm just reading what Karthik has given me. I'm not aware of this. I won't allow any flights out of Mumbai. Rafaindra Gaikwad's ban continues. Threatens shifts Sena. Are you serious? Karthik, you just had made this up, right?
4: No, no, it's true He said, and, okay And he didn't even He was asked to apologise He didn't even apologise He said, I regret hmm. That it, it blew up to such Yeah I for don't watch TV, TV. Like oh, one day Everything
3: has waved it I uh, don't think uh, the airline Should cow down at all uh, Now he, he's permitted to fly Oh, my he's God He's permitted to fly Yeah Okay. But on this, the Civil uh, Aviation Ministry asked the Air India to just comply. That's it. Even without asking him to say sorry. I don't know whether he said sorry. He didn't yeah. say sorry. He said just regret. said, I regret. It was Manish level of and they apology. considered it
4: an apology, but it was uh, not an apology. Why did he have to
3: uh, offer to apologize to the parliament? You know, like he should have apologized to the person he manhandled.
4: He didn't apologize at all. He was asked okay. to apologize. Mm. He said,
1: I regret. it. In fact, we'll get into this. Then okay. there is the with the Indian Premier League entering its tenth year, in an editorial in Mint argues that the success story of the franchise proves beyond doubt that the solution to a lack of liberalisation is not nationalisation, but a more aggressive move towards liberalisation.
4: What? Really, <laughs> what on earth is this?
2: First
1: of all, but it's y- about y- cricket. Y- Secondly, y- Hindu about,
4: k- editorial, like yeah. <laughs> it's Ajay about America. IPL.
1: Why would we discuss this in Hafta? I mean, no,
4: no, but I have to bring in one thing. Hmm. Uh, Lalit Modi tweeted the most brilliant thing. What? It's a little. Uh, uh, Audiovisual made about him and there I think, 10, uh, uh, ten reasons for his great success in life mm-hmm. and why the IPL was such a great success and he gave the 10 points. Are those the 10 points? With great audio of him, you know. So,
2: Hillset wrote a book once, right? 10,
4: ten points <laughs> to make him. No, no, but this is like, uh, the guy's in exile. Uh, he's being chased by the income tax department, by Fera or whatever. And much like... Uh, Subroto Roy releasing a book while in jail about the secrets to his success. This is also the secrets to his success.
1: But it's unsuccessful, success. No, but
2: did he not tweet the uh, the letter from Interpol that now he's, he's Yeah, there's the no red of... collar notice against yeah, him.
1: That's See, on this I think the media isn't picking it up. But he's winning the battle of yeah. of perception. I mean, he's pretty much slapped around the Indian government and every time they've said red corner. He's got a letter saying red corner. You're making up your own shit. So honestly, on this, I, I must say that he's not in the league of Subrat Rai and What's his name? What's his name? Vijay. Vijay Malia. Hmm. He's, uh, he, he's, he's getting the better of the Indian government. I, that's, that's what I feel. I don't,
4: I don't like that.
1: So uh, what should we start with? Uh, because and I'll just tell you where I've been, why I'm so tired. I was at a debate at the National Law School in Bangalore. I just got back today. I flew yesterday, so I have missed a lot of the last two days of news. So, pardon me if I sound a little surprised by everything. <laughs> when I, when I, when I, even your eyes
2: have shown surprise right now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: See, the, the good thing about not having a TV show Madhu and having a radio show is if there's a video show like, closer, and I would have to look like Madhu, who always looks ki, Abhi, she has just come with baths shampoo looking clean <laughs> abi aren't you glad that people can't see me
3: yeah
4: <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> just,
3: no i'm talking
2: about
4: myself there, there many times i just roll out of bed fluff my hair and come
2: so That's the sh- thing with malus, you know, they never give you compliments. So I walk in and uh, Ulek says, hey, so the last I saw you, you put on weight and you saw me two weeks ago. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I, I said, in a, you, uh,
3: you know, the, well, your two facial, weeks could put on facial, facial fat has come down uh, <laughs> drastically. <laughs> you, you, Which you, is far more.
4: Okay, let's talk about the gaurakshaks.
1: Okay, yeah. you go Madhu first and then we'll go that well, way. Well, The
4: report was that the gaurakshaks killed a dairy farmer in Alwar. You have something to say about it, Anna? Saying
0: about it is like uh, commenting on, um, Have you stopped beating your wife? <laughs> so, uh, well, uh, that is something indefensible, but we should not uh, throw the baby with the bathwater. The cause of cow protection should not die the death uh, of uh, that poor farmer. So, because a lot of people identify with it the ground reality is that and uh, there is a constitutional sanction for it also although that is not justifiable and justiciable article 48 uh, asks the states to form policies for cow protection and uh, in the pastoral belts of india in the agrarian belts of india cow protection is very much attached to identity politics the right knows it, right has never been interested in winning intellectual battles. It should not be. So uh, there could be a lot of arguments uh, against cow protection, but uh, the political right should not get diverted to win uh, meaningless intellectual battles. Yes, the gaur checks, see there is a, in Mewat belt, there, is a cow smog- uh, there are cow smuggling gangs, that's a fact. And uh, people there resist it, the dairy farmers resist it. And uh, politicians are not uh, idiots. They know that there is a resentment against cow smuggling. Now they are trying to blend it with identity politics. And uh, that's why there, there is a, a kind of popular support for cow vis- vigilantism in that region. So, hmm. uh, no matter how much you um, uh, resort to the outrage against it, what should uh, uh, the government, I think, should do is to restrict our rachaks to the role of uh, police informers and uh, uh, let uh, the law-enforcing agencies do their bit.
1: That's hmm. it. Madhu yeah well were there any debates about this by the way, on prime
4: time yes, a lot. it was constant, mm. constant. The whole thing was this, but um I think uh, when you see the visuals of this old man being dragged and killed, beaten to death it's it's really this your my first reaction is this is not my country. I don't want this to happen this way. um whether I consider the cow. A, a holy cow, whether it, the cow needs to be protected, it's all in the constitution. And just like all the other laws of child marriage and sati and all of those laws are there, it still doesn't make this, any anyone taking law it's such a cliche, but I think one has to think of a sentence more than taking law into your own hands. I think you can't just go around beating and killing people for whatever reason. You can't go and beat an Air India guy because you have got, you presume you have a business uh, tick, ticket. ticket when it doesn't exist on that plane. You can't just go around beating any person who you see with a cow presuming that he's smuggling, where he might be just transporting them for something else. I don't know what he was doing, but that does not permit anyone to kill someone for it. So I think with our country becoming, or maybe it was always this way and we weren't aware of it, and now all of this is coming out because of the uh, people catching it on, on phones, the the video, um, it's unacceptable. It's mm. just unacceptable. I, I, I you, It can't be that... You step out and you could be mistaken for a certain kind of a person, whether a Romeo is being, uh, a, a, a brother is being mistaken for a Romeo, or it's just too extreme a situation where any individual can be attacked by any vigilante. Let's
1: go That's th- unacceptable. Let's go to the Mallu, where beef is quite popular, <laughs> and uh, where they will not, I think, dare to ban beef. Uh,
3: uh, yeah, I mean, in Kerala, it's a, we face a different kind of problem. It's uh, You know, when we are talking about cow, most often in North India, people are talking about uh, transporting water buffaloes, not actually cows. Mm. And cows, you know, milch cows they must be transporting, you know, like if a dairy farmer is transporting it for the purpose of, uh, you know, using milk and not for the purpose of killing it. Mm. Kerala, we face a a major problem with uh, solid waste management because, you know, we uh, end up killing uh, cows and uh, water buffaloes. And uh, so, you know, there is a problem uh, in uh, in, in states where it's legal, it's legal to um slaughter cows uh, and also water buffaloes you know that you don't uh, uh, you don't do it uh, really well you don't use technology to dispose of waste and which is leading to a lot of problems you know there is even you know a theory that uh, there used to be this uh, dog menes in Kerala and right. a lot of, of people course, used and to were kill clubbed to death yeah, and I, that yeah. made news for a yeah. long yeah. time. So people are saying these dogs have become, uh, you know, a little cannibalistic by nature because they've, they've been eating, it's a theory, they've been eating too much of uh, cow meat and bovine meat and things like that, and which is not, I don't believe it, but, you know, that was one theory. You know, coming to this thing of, uh, you know, uh, beating to death an old person, right, you know, And I'm surprised, you know, because, you know, when it happened in Dadri, it was before the Uttar Pradesh elections and they needed to polarize, um, you know, along religious lines and things like that. So it could have been something, you know, also the fact that whoever has committed these crimes have consistently and repeatedly gotten away with it, you know, with impunity shows that there is an institutional framework at play. There is a support that has come from people who are opinion makers, leaders at the local level and also at the state level which is why all these people without exception have got away with it and in this particular case I'm very much surprised why is it happening in Rajasthan where elections are not going to happen anytime soon and in, you don't have to do any kind of polarization game in Rajasthan to polarize people in Gujarat mm. where elections are due next year because you Gujarat is the most polarized state in India so I think there is behind this rhetoric you know and all this there is a mask of Muslim bashing mm. at one level And there is also what has been exposed, you know, and I myself, you know, I know some people who are running, who run extortion rackets. Like if you pay up and uh, uh, you pay bribes and stuff, then you're able to transport, then you're fine. And, you know, the big, you know, though there is this, you know, there is this, uh, you know, anti-Muslim sentiment among people. And then people want to cash in on that majority of the victims. Uh, of Gaurakshiks are Dalits because they are not able to pay the bribes. They are not able to pay for you know it, you know even uh, uh, those people who are engaged in leather uh, hmm. and tann- tannery business tanneries they end up suffering a lot. Majority okay. of the Dalits. you know one one uh, big uh, bigger aspect of uh, this um, Gowrakshik thing is. I spoke to some police officers whom I know in this belt of Alwar, and they were saying, all these people, you know, you, you you listen to what the home minister of the state had to say, he was blaming the victim.
1: Yes, in fact, that's what I want to talk about, that he said that what the Gaurakshas are doing is a good thing, they just went too far, they manhandled him too much or something. It was, yeah. you know, yeah. he kind of, that that's what concerns me. It's what Madhu said, maybe this is happening forever, you know, it yeah. may have been happening for ages. In fact, I was shooting a documentary film about 15-16 years ago in Gujarat uh, in uh, Rajasthan um, in fact it was a water film I was in this mm. Rajendra Singh's mm. village B. Mm. Mm. and driving back it was really late at night mm. and uh, I think it was someone th- Churu one of those places we were because mm. I remember we were shooting a water train mm. which used to come at night and the guy who was driving it was a Qualys back then a Toyota Qualys mm. and it was pitch black you know it, yeah. the, the highways now they're much better later at that time they weren't and you know, something came in front of the car, like just bolted from the side of the road. We hit it, and just on the impact, I saw it was this a cow or a buffalo, whatever it was. But like, it not a buffalo, it may have been a cow or a bull. Mm. And it just flew. Mm. So I told the driver, stop, because you know, not that we could do anything for the cow, but they, I mean, you know, that's your first reaction. Your radio could be buzzed. He would not even respond to what I was saying. He just drove, drove, drove for about half an hour, 40 minutes. Then he stopped, and I could see his hands were shaking. I was like, dude, chill, you know, we could have bust up, you know, mm. grill. maybe the radiator didn't bust. Why didn't you stop? Because I had the whole crew there. He said, you I'm Muslim.
2: If
1: you're a you So clearly that was there back then also. Mm. The concern I have is, it may, like Anand was saying, it may be on the ground. And this is where I kind of disagree with Anand. The reality is there. But to use that in by people in, you know, positions of the ministry, mm-hmm. To almost endorse it. Mm. Legitimize it. Yes. And it is legitimizing it. Mm. Is what I think is a path to basically saying that, yes, let's become barbarians all because it is electorally smart for us to do.
3: And also look at the states that the Supreme Court has listed. Almost all. You, You don't have a single Congress rule state in there. From uh, Maharashtra, you know, where the BJP is in power with an alliance, with an ally, and uh, from Chhattisgarh, um, uh, now Uttar Pradesh, and you know, as you know, even including what has happened in
2: Assam, you know, like mm. uh, boy, uh, teenager yes. arrested. You know, arrested, But, you know. Okay, I mean, on, beef. Sorry, on that the the petition yeah. on which Supreme Court has reacted to. Mm was filed by a Congress spokesperson. Mm -hmm. So maybe he's he's just listed the BGP state. But, you know,
3: there has been a rapid rise in these kind of crimes because, you know, as I said, you know, even those people, even top officials, even those people, ministers in Parliament of India, you know, like them you know giving a certain kind of a license you know which uh emboldens these people it's it's far more dangerous you know all these things happen you clearly know, must there's have a case in the u.s against
1: yeah. that you know the uh, people the three people black people who removed from a trump rally yeah they have a civil case against him at the civil and criminal that they are suing trump that because you gave the call to have us removed in a rough way because mm. one of them got punched and stuff you know this video also, one guy gets elbowed in the face. Mm. Because from the pulpit where he's standing, he mm. says, get them out of here, you know, and he says something. So, uh, any, anyway, that has been,
2: yeah. Yeah, so I, I like to make, you know, two or three points on this. I think first, uh, Anand Vardhan has made some, uh, you know, brilliant point actually. But uh, I, I agree with him that it is also a case of, and it has been going on for about, you know, ever since, even before independence, you know, how crucial, how central... Cow protection is, and that is the reason why it's in uh, you know our constitution. And I'll come to Madhu's point a little bit later, where I disagree with Anand vardhan is that sorry, I'm saying Anand Bardhan because if I say Anand, then you know people will say. You
1: then you're like like says.
2: better <laughs> <laughs> Third person. No, uh, is that somebody has to be? I have to hold somebody complicit in this. You see, there is there is one thing in being a vigilante. And the role of a vigilante is to basically just inform the police. Now, all these people don't just do that. In fact, in many, time, many times, uh, they don't even inform the police. The police comes after they have done their action. And HT has come up with uh, some statistics today. It seems for the last two years or three years running, uh, there is at least one registered case of uh, illegal cow smuggling every day. So it's like 360 cases every year for the last three years. Now, what that tells you is that Anand is right. There is rampant illegal smuggling. And of course, in a free country, you cannot stop vigilante people from looking out. I mean, you have neighborhood watch, you have... But, you know, the the role has to be absolutely defined by the state... By how the ruling body?
4: Vigilante. Yeah, you can't no, define No, define in a sense you, you, you cannot... Talks? No, you cannot that's take law into your own hand. No. So, how can you the, define vigilante? That, that's an oxymoron. How can you put legislation on a vigilante? You can say you cannot... Your role
2: must not go beyond informing the police. But that is Polish. what it is. But I mean, that's clear. Okay. Not, but it doesn't have to be spelt out. It's like saying that... But also what I find is that... No, the point is the signal doesn't go. Now, I, I have said this. You remember last time, and I wrote a piece on this, Abhinandan... Uh, even though uh, you might say that I, I go by data, and you know, you know the Una thing that happened in Gujarat, right? So, you, and I, I did say that you know for the last three years, uh, oh, sorry, in in 2013 uh, when the UPA was there, five Dalit uh, women were raped every every day. Yeah. In spite of that, I wrote a piece because you see, some you have to hold the executive accountable. Somebody has to say, look, I put my foot down. Then I, I said, look, you know, the, the in the JNK assembly, when the BJP MLAs thrashed someone, that was a time when Marendra Modi should have said, like, out, all you guys out. When Shiv Sena, that is the uh, alliance, uh, ally partner of... Uh, uh, the BJP in Maharashtra, when they blackened somebody's face, that's the time you say out. I don't when you do not give these signals, give these signals, yeah, then it's, I would hold you complicit, even though people say, Oh, but it's not his fault, his fault. Now, Narendra Modi has said, not you have But is that enough? No. Because at the same time, Anand Vardhan is right that there is illegal. Uh, cattle smuggling going on rampant but that
1: but that's true but see
2: it's like saying i'll tell have you
1: to hold it's, it's people like, accountable i think it's like uh, and i'd like anand's response to that because three people have disagreed with him in quick succession so <laughs> <laughs> he must be, he must be allowed to disagree but, back uh, with them i
2: have to you know what madhu has said she made you know a very important point that this is not my country i would like to say madhu that it is, and I'll tell you why, you see, and Abhinandan talks of this, you know, mainstreaming. We've had discussions yeah. on this, and I've said once, the biggest mainstreaming in the world is a religious book. Mm. But here I say, the mainstreaming of Gauraksha is actually, setting aside the constitution itself, is Mahatma Gandhi, is Vinobhavabe, who, who went on fast unto death to ban cow slaughter. I mean, you know, these are the people, you see, the stalwarts, yeah,
4: yeah.
2: who, and, you know, of course, they don't condone violence. But they give legitimacy to this idea. That I, I agree, but Anand, so, you know, this is a very Desi thing.
1: And sorry, after this, Anand Vardhan can come in. And and since you're also Desi, like good old Punjabi. Sorry, Ulek, I'll just come back to you. We, and this happens often where, you know, something that's happening today. We pull out a Bapu did this or they wrote in the constitution 80 years ago. Yeah, Uttar Pradesh mein hai. You know, in this debate, just bringing the founding fathers in or those who I think is a very convenient sidestepping of the issue. No, it is, I, I'm not it saying is, it's, it's sidestepping.
2: It is not. It's in the constitution. So, let it be in the constitution. They yes. have just one second. I'll yeah. tell
1: you. They have just amended the constitution yesterday. Did you know a constitution amendment has gone through in parliament yesterday? There have been constitution amendments that have gone through. Uh, I think 124th Meghnad was tweeting the uh, parliament, or maybe it's today that a bill was presented uh, for a constitutional amendment number 124 or. I'll, I'll check his timeline. But what I'm saying is that the constitution has been amended several times to say that and this is not a basic structure or anything and uh, also there are many states that have beef as legal or legit. One cannot pull out that Nehru is responsible for Kashmir or XYZ is Bapu is responsible for beef. Uh, today who is responsible? Freedom of speech the original sin was then. So what if that is the original sin? Today's Unless you hold today's uh, government responsible for today's action, nothing will get fixed because everyone can blame it to the original sin. So that is... Uh, sorry uh, and, But uh, we uh, are agreeing coming on, on this. Yeah, yeah but yeah. what I'm saying is that what you said, na, that Mahatma Gandhi, Virodha, he did it, he died, he died, he died, he didn't have any respect for today, he didn't have 500 people in his country, the rest of Bapu died in the country. Let's be clear. Okay? If I go on the bus, Bapu's photo, they'll get it from him. I personally have zero faith in anyone who chooses RSS as a career. You can be a casual attendee of an RSS shaka, but if you have been a pracharak and anyone who knows about the RSS or read about it, thinks that person is casual and is not fringe element, is not an extremist, you cannot choose RSS as a career unless you go all the way.
0: Anand? Uh, There is an arrogance in saying that people should like this and they should not like that, okay. So, uh, throughout uh, our childhood in Bihar, we used to just uh, circumvent the paths where beef was sold. So, and there were many like me who just chose a way where beef could not be seen, so, and, lot of people are just like me, who don't want even to see beef, let alone eat it. That is a sentiment of lot of Indians. So when you say that this is not my India, actually this is closer to India. That is my problem with this statement. You cannot be arrogant that this is the liberalizing view and you should like this, because it is the edifying moral virtue. So the sentiments and uh, the choice of people of uh, India and uh, what they like is also a democratic sentiment that you should respect. Uh, No, but can I answer you? Please.
4: See, the thing is, when I say this is not my India, what I am expressing over there is... It does not touch upon the fact of... I do not say, for example, that people should eat beef. I do not say, for example, that people must tolerate beef eaters. I respect the fact that they don't want to eat beef. They don't want to have... They want to protect cows. I don't eat beef. Um, But what I'm saying, this is not my India, translates as I don't think people should be killed by, I, by vigilantes for doing... By, so, what, what, let me finish. You, okay. I do not believe that my constitution and people in my country should be expressing their disagreement on somebody's actions by killing them.
0: No, that is
4: vigilante by calling them as Anand Ranganathan said by calling the police and saying that this these cows are being uh, smuggled and calling them that's fine. Blow the whistle on them, that's fine. But killing them is what I mean. That, that I that don't think mm-hmm. my country should stand that for that. That is I
0: also said that uh, the gorachak should be limited to the role of police informers. Yeah. That yes. is and I also said that uh, killing is indefensible and it is uh, uh, taking a view on it is just like asking that uh, have you stopped beating my, your
4: wife so okay yeah, so but,
0: uh, so uh, uh, so uh, that, that I don't
4: see how that uh, analogy works of how have you stopped beating you your
0: wife because you don't have a, a, a you, you you can be for cow protection but uh, you cannot be for killing people yes so so so, so uh, that is Anand, my if idea. I may just
2: add here you know what you were saying when Madhu said this is not my India I think in her heart of hearts, she of course she feels it is her India. But you know, there are two things here. One I know, is that I'm saying that
4: part killing somebody of course, but for that's a given. doing something mm-hmm. which they believe is of wrong course. is is yeah. not what I would like but my India to be. What I would be. say
2: is that we may you know so India is 70% villages, okay, but at the same time it is Dr. Ambedkar who said that the village is a cesspool; it's a den of ignorance. And I have to say that it has not changed in the last 80 years. What Dr. Ambedkar said is absolutely true, even more so today. Just yesterday, we had a Dalit bridegroom in fact we yeah. went to probably not yeah and you remember up for sitting
4: on a horse yes he was he was
2: beaten up and the same thing happened i uh, you know I, sorry to say this but I, I wrote a piece on this when the
0: you know the dalit bridegroom helmet. came wearing a helmet, helmet i remember that mm. correct this is happening in
2: 2017
0: the protection 17. is not similar to not protecting dalits no
1: no it's not but what i'm saying is that no. because that is a Similarity of is the
4: vigilantism. Way. No, but w- just One thing,
1: uh, uh, but coming to, um, uh, yes. sorry, Ulek, uh, yeah. Ulek, you had a view on this before yeah, we move on. Yeah, because, you
3: know, wh- when you look at this very specific case, the driver of the truck who happened to be a Hindu was spared. Mm-hmm. And it was only the rest of them, you know, uh, so there is a design. It's a, it's a deliberate, it's, it's a planned action. You know, we talk about cow protection Fine, you know, and I have my doubts on you know whether they were taking a cow, milch cows, or whether it was water buffaloes, and then and you, you know, they, never know that. You will never due know. I, yeah, and and the police comes into the picture, and the son of the guy who got killed after he was beaten, he said they had valid papers, and he flaunted these I papers saw that, to the know. media. So you know, when you look at, you know, it's important to go to the specifics rather than just, you know, like look at the concept of what we are, of course, everybody's in favor of cow protection because in the local economy, you know, in the sense of, (laughs) you know, for local economies, you know, like if you go to interior parts of uh, UP and where, you know, in villages where people depend on cows for everything, like uh, from food to everything and, you know, like uh, uh, milch cows, It's, it's, you know, and, and, all these people sell the cows to Muslims, uh, uh, you know, once they get old and yeah, they stop being milch cows. That's a different thing. I don't want to get into that debate. But it's far more than the whole concept of looking at cow protection or, you know, selling of cows later, you know, once it's no longer yeah. a milch cow. We should look at the specific case and we should make and a case out clear? of it. Absolutely. And, and one,
2: yeah, and, and one thing I like to out hmm is the utter hypocrisy of the BJP on two counts. One is that they say it comes from within us that cow must be protected. Mm. all right, And at the same time, they say in the northeast, beef is, uh, you know, is okay, because, is kosher. But, but okay. That is, now, I what think they that's... say is that it depends on from state to state. Are bhai, if somebody... Uh, so You are going to decide what a state's culture is? So, who's going to decide that 80% of, you know, let's say, Haryana doesn't want beef, so you say fine? Whereas, I mean, that is majority. But I think in a majority.
1: sense, Anand the Vardhan has answered that it's to do with what the local sentiment is, which is what democracy is all about. It's
2: about
0: identity. It's so, not
2: what democracy is about. It, is, it is what majoritarianism is about. Yeah, but my
1: point, I respectfully disagree with Anand on two issues. One is, I don't have to respect the point of view just because that is a by and large point of view. If I think this entire concept of Goraksha is an idiot's pursuit... I can tolerate it. I don't want to say, just let me, no, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I I don't have to explain it. Tolerating something means not killing someone for having that view. Doesn't mean you have to respect that view. I'd like to make that distinction and this, in a lot of rhetoric, it says you have to respect that view. I don't have to respect that view. I can completely be disrespectful of that view but I can tolerate its existence. That's the only thing I want to say. I, I don't think, and, and the, I think the arrogance is in saying you have to respect my view. I don't have to respect it. I have to, tolerate it. In fact, that is arrogant saying that you have to respect my view. In that case, I can say you have to respect my view. You don't have to respect mine. I don't have to respect yours. We have to tolerate each other's views. Important distinction. I'll give you the last word and then move on to the
0: letter. That's a word play. That's not explanation.
4: No, it's it's very important. I think it's a conceptual difference. It's very important and I think that's been internalized by a lot of
0: people that you have to respect my view. No,
1: I don't have to respect an ignorant, idiotic view where you don't have the balls to tell on people who take bribes bribes are still today being taken and I have spoken to businessmen all this thing ki bribe is gaya. They may not be any scam at the cabinet level I have spoken to real estate developers who are developing real estate in Bangalore and in parts of Maharashtra every permission bribes have gone up with respect let's see you say vigilantes for that let's you drag those people out and with that great respect
4: but ga- I ra- do ra- want to say I do want to say that there is a certain element of patronizing people uh, when uh, if it's the rural view and that is dharti se kya culture everything else is secondary so i'm i i i am not in touch with rural uh, culture as much as you possibly have been um i'm an urban indian but i'm no less an indian just one more point i want to
1: yeah, sorry, Anand then Ulek. Last no,
3: no, one. no, no, you said, no, the whole, th- maybe you can answer that question. The whole thing of dissociating or detaching yourself as a Hindu from bestial things like, you know, killing a cow or killing animals. it's It, it makes no sense because if you travel to Ranchi, if you travel to Jakand and Bihar and most parts, you know, I visit numerous temples where goats are sacrificed and as as a Malayali who has seen enough of blood and meat, you know, even I felt appalled by the kind of blood that flows, you know, goat, goats. The Kamakhya temple, I mean, yeah, I've Yeah, all, the, there, all right? these temples. So, to to you know, so we have a lot of things that we might have to unlearn when we have to understand the entire India. Yeah, sure. Sorry, Anand, you have something to say
0: before yes. I move on to the letters? Um, so, so, I was saying that... Uh, mm, that is not about ruler versus urban what i am saying that if a uh, uh, large number of people feel like that and if they feel delegitimized from the discourse of educated indians so what is the other way they express their views they express it, it uh, on alternative pro- platform one of the platforms available to them is the election itself so so, uh, I think there is a delegitimization of uh, uh, the thought that may not be ignorant. Uh, the pastoral affinity with cow protection is not an ignorant view. I disagree with that. And uh, so, on alternative platforms, uh, you find expression of that view. Fair enough.
1: Okay, thanks, Anand. <clears throat> I'm going to go quickly to an email, and then we've done 47 minutes. We're going to try to wrap up in 90 minutes. That's what the format now we're trying to stick with in Hafta. Um, although a lot of people are telling me it should be even longer. Believe it or not.
4: <laughs> I'm like, dude. Are you kidding?
1: Karthik, Karthik says, edit karunga So this letter is from... So the, the next but list of things we'll go just a little quick because we've taken a lot of time on cow protection. And after this letter, we'll go straight to the app uh, and uh, Arvind Kejriwal's uh, case. This letter is from Shonak Kulkarni. Hi NL team, my name is Shonak and this mail comes to you from my ON call room in a hospital in Washington DC uh, and ON I guess is overnight where I am doing my internal medicine residency. I last wrote to you guys following Jalata's death to clear some misconceptions regarding the medical facts of her death. A couple of things have changed since then. Yes, Shonak, we remember. In fact, you had uh, sent a very uh, useful and and informative mail uh, to sort out a lot of the ignorant medicine Dr. Doctor that we were playing on on Hafta. So, uh, a couple of things have changed since once. I dug deep into my shallow pockets and I'm now a proud subscriber. Yay! Three cheers for Shaanak.
4: Yay, thank you.
1: Two, I got hooked to yet another podcast from the News Laundry Factory. Let's talk about. As always, on my drive back home from work, I was listening to Hafta 113. It broke my heart to hear the letter written by Dr. Rahul regarding the apathy of the Indian government courts and media newsletter included to the doctors agitation in india uh in fact i'll just pause here and let madhu tell both dr rahul and dr shonak madhu you are doing a uh, let's talk about on, on this issue on triggered this
4: issue. by rahul pandey's email yes and uh, yes i'm grateful for him telling us off uh it's a good trigger yes. and i spoke to uh, uh the this dr sangvi don't give too much away okay i'm spoke to dr prathvi sangvi this morning And uh, we'll be speaking to other doctors as well. But I'm also bringing in, into Let's Talk About, I'm also bringing in the aspect of how tough it is for patients. Patients
1: as well. So uh, thanks Dr. Rahul for telling us off the way you did. That has sparked Madhu to do a full long episode of Let's Talk About on this issue. Then I get back to Sean letter. I completely second him. He's talking about Dr. Rahul. I would say, be the change, never do nothing. Our media, courts and government are slanted against the medical field out of ignorance. They merely—they are merely a reflection of the society we live in. Education and a higher IQ does not guarantee that they have been exposed to or are aware of the hardships that we as doctors face. It is up to us to educate them, engage with them, do not disconnect. I think that's because Rahul had got so angry with us he said he's going to stop subscribing.
2: Anyway. Uh, but it was good.
1: It was good. My letter to Newslaundi today is an attempt to do the same. I was born and brought up in Bombay. I did my MBBS from SAIT GS Medical College and KEM Hospital which is one of the foremost government medical colleges in the country and the best in Maharashtra. My grandfather was head of Department of Anatomy there and my parents trained there. So I the thrill. So imagine the thrill when I was accepted there as well. Why medicine? I did not do medicine to serve humanity. A lot of the conversations around the, around the doctor's agitation has been about how doctors are being apathetic to the plight of the suffering common man. What about me and thousands of others who did not do medicine out of the goodness of our hearts? I saw my parents live a comfortable life. I saw the respect society gave them. I saw them animatedly debate medicine at the dinner table. That is why I chose medicine. That humanity served by the job I do is just an additional perk. Do I value it? Absolutely. Is it gratifying when my relatives of the pay... Is it gratifying when the relatives of the patient hug me or bless me after I cure their loved ones? Most definitely. Does that matter more to me than my own happiness and security? Certainly not. Why put us on a pedestal when we didn't ask for it? Wow, very well put and wonderfully honest. In 2015, my friends and colleagues at came hospital were beaten with iron rods following a child's death. Death is always hard. It is the pediatric population. In the pediatric population it is even more crushing. But what gives anyone the right to resort to violence in a medical ward where there are others as sick? One of my colleagues developed PTSD following that incident. PTSD being? Post-traumatic, Post-traumatic. Traumatic syndrome. Right, okay. Stress disorder. How was it his fault that being in a public hospital, KEM KM was short of ventilator machines? When I administer antibiotics to an infected patient in the hospital, here's a list of things I need to think of. What is the most likely organism causing this infection? Based on patients' vital signs and overall picture, how likely is it that the infection has spread to the blood? 3. Based on recent patterns, is the organism likely to be sensitive or resistant to the drug I want to use? 4. What is the patient's liver and kidney function like that will help me decide the appropriate dose? 5. How expensive is this medication? Is it something my poor patient can easily afford after discharge? 6. Does this patient need to be admitted to the hospital or can he be discharged home? How am I supposed to make these decisions when I'm simultaneously looking back over my shoulder worried someone is going to reach for me with iron rods? We always make decisions using our best judgment. Judgment that we learn from years of reading and practicing. How do we trust our judgment when we are distracted by the fear for our life? As a medical intern in KM, I have worked 36 straight hours in the emergency room. In the month of May, with just a table fan to dry my body soaked in sweat, I have sat in 8 feet by 8 feet corner drawing blood, placing IV lines, and triaging patients? Tri- triaging. Triaging. What is that?
4: That's when a patient comes in you decide which field, which oh, specialty right. oh, has correct. to go
1: in. I was abused by relatives if I was not quick enough. How could I complain that the last time I ate something was more than 12 hours ago? There was a line of 20 very sick and poor people standing in front of me hoping that I will solve all their problems. This hope which turns into frustration and is quickly replaced by anger and then violence as the line grows. Anger which should be directed towards the government and the system, not us, who unfortunately become the face of it. I hated my life. I hated my job, which is why I came to the US to do my further training two years ago. Do I miss my family? Do I miss Mumbai, KM, India? Absolutely. Am I happy with my job now? Absolutely. Others are not so fortunate. Some have financial constraints, others have family ties. Many are less cynical and more patient than I was. They chose further education in India. These are the people who go on the... go on. Become, go on to become residents in India and then have their eye turned to pulp. They sleep in the side room of wards which have beds with holes and rats lurking around. And At, dried blood on them. As first year residents, they bathe every alternate day if they are lucky. Many take to alcohol and tobacco to cope with the stress and depression. Some contract TB and are off work for months, throwing their entire careers out of whack. Were they protesting about any of the above? No. All they wanted was security to do their job. Was that asking for too much? Why did the media not find this agitation sexy enough for adequate prime time coverage? How does it become less important than Adityanath's love for cows? The Bombay High Court judge blasted the doctor saying, how are you any better than factory workers? But aren't even factory workers entitled to to a secure job environment? Apologies for the super long and rambling letter, but there is so much more that needs to be said and done for doctors in India. I feel that Team News Laundry could potentially do a let's talk about on it. Oh my God, Mm -hmm. we read his mind. That even that may not cover everything that needs to be said. Mother, you can include this letter in your. Let's talk. Yes, about
4: of course. It. But the thing is that I think what what really makes me feel lousy is India lost a good doctor there.
1: Yeah, India lost a good doctor. And here can yes.
4: I just add? I mean, is the letter finished?
1: No, I'll just oh, sure. three more lines after that, Anand. You can come in. Uh, There is so much I hope to do for the doctor community and the people in general. This is just one small step. I write this letter with the hope that at least one person who follows News Laundry sees our point of view. Most of us would never go to a government hospital. We get our treatment in private hospitals. Spare a moment thinking about patients who get treated there and doctors who work there. They are both just victims of successive government's apathy towards healthcare. As Dr. Rahul said, it never was and never will be doctor versus patient. We are what we are for them. To end on a happy note, I'm very excited about News Laundry Science Desk. If you guys are still looking, would be thrilled to contribute in my own little way. I'm no fancy postdoc or psychologist, but hopefully I can be a fuse. You guys are doing a great job. Manisha, still my favorite. Tight hug to the whole team. <laughs> Shokat Kolkarni, MD, Internal Medicine. Thanks, Shokat. Thank you very much. Appreciate your support and scolding as well. Please, Anand, go.
2: Yeah, no, I was saying, Shaukat, thank you for the, the letter. It was an absolutely brilliant letter. But I'll just tell you, you're not being pessimistic. You say, I'm maybe I'm a pessimist that I left. No, not at all you you are realist and what you did was not just good for you you didn't do it, it was good for you it was the right thing to do to leave india was the right thing to do now you may curse me people may curse me when i say that but you see many people confuse love for the country as being you know being mediocre and keeping on loving the country no matter what happens in fact if you do that you know you don't you do not have love for your country okay now i have tremendous respect for doctors who this is actually it's a cerebral profession i mean this kulkarni and so many other people are actually doctor come scientists if you know you know in abroad doctors are not just mbbs they just you know treat patients nine to five or nine to eight they do a lot of science as well they do a lot of remarkable science in fact a lot of them are md phds Okay, so it's not just you need space to think. I mean, these are disciplines Absolutely. where you can't just. So when the high court told the doctor you like robots, that is ex- the the judge was right because he wants doctors to be robots, but mm. doctors are not robots. This is a discipline. And where because you, they are all judgment calls, you have to have a frame of mind yeah, to make a you judgment. see, the thing is, you need space for this, and you do not have space uh, when you when you're doing medicine in this country. You do not have space. And the, the, the real pity is that people equate this when you go abroad to study more of this discipline. Ehsan faramosh. Desh se karta. That's rubbish. Mm. You love your country. That's because you've left it. Let like me put yet, it And, very this, whole, straight and
1: this whole desh se kara, Dude, let's be Absolute honest. There's rubbish. a handful of people who are working... The rest of us work in self-interest. On that, Adam Smith was right. Everyone works in self-interest. Of course, where economists are wrong...
0: Most credible ideology. Exactly. Mm. (laughs) Self-interest. Exactly. Mm. Although... Hold
4: on one second. Mm. Uh, It sounds very high-minded. But the thing is... that... sometimes your self-interest... you see your self-interest... as working in your country. Sure. You know, I mean, you can't just say... that somebody who... Uh, say okay Uh, my personal experience which you know of that my husband was doing really well as a cardiovascular surgeon at New York University Medical Center we for no other reason but for altruistic reasons wanted to come back to India at a time when there was no liberalization there was only one television channel Doordarshan there was it was a country where uh, everything was uh, either not available or imported or smuggled Um, it was a difficult country to come back to. And everyone in America told us that you'll come back crying, you won't survive. Every farewell party was, they were gloating, nobody can survive in that country. You won't be able to function in India as a doctor and you as a journalist. And despite that, because I wanted my children to grow up in India as Indians, we came back. I did not see it as a sacrifice. I saw it as self-interest because I thought that we would all benefit from Living in our own country, yeah, but, but,
1: but self-interest is the most credible way.
0: I, I also to say, I mean,
4: so materially yeah. I, I, I,
1: we
0: gave up a lot. That is extension of the self, associating it with a larger. Cause. And also
1: so not to uh, th- 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 be uh, a communist, which I am accused of being.
2: No, sorry, nobody calls you. They call you next the superman, a superman yeah. Madhu
1: Trehan coming back uh, is very different from. Uh, someone with zero resources coming back. All I'm saying is it, you know, for Agreed. someone, like, if if I had to start from, if you have a platform to take off on, I think India's a great country to come back to. But if you're like, it's lower middle class, dude, New York, you have a better chance of making nee, it than it also in India. Absolutely.
4: Make, I, if you're lower middle class, you can't get your kids into school. You can't, nahi, sir, take yeah, off
2: point. It. Nahi. I agree. And discipline experiment, and you know, I, sometimes I wish that I, I were a theoretical scientist. Aren't you? Know? you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, no, was, yeah. क्या, क्या
2: but you know the point is to do experiments in this country with the resources limited. i mean sometimes you wish and when i tell my students leave india i, I feel gutted hmm. but then i have to make a choice if they uh, do they should i you know should i make that passion they have for science remain or should i cull it so that they come back and be mediocre and you know, struggling for reagents that come once a year, custom excise duty pe lage mein, ladke wahan pe reagent niya, antibody niya. You can't do science like that. And you can come back so later, pe- just
1: like Madhu did. I, I mean, right, for example,
2: you know, the fact you I would mean, have I
1: resources would say, at your disposal. I mean, then one you could say back. that maybe she would have started India today anyway, but maybe she wouldn't have. I mean, had you not gone to Colombia, maybe sometimes going back is a good trigger to come back and do something much bigger than you would have done otherwise you know yeah. who knows maybe it's
2: it's and but madhu knows this you know i have my uh, masa or Masar or how Punjabis say Masar, or uh, masa <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> Masar, okay masu yeah, like, <laughs> masu masu my my and madhu probably know Naveen, dr navin nanda so he left india in the 60s as a broken man, so many people left, you know, at that point in time. And he actually invented, if I'm not mistaken, echocardiography. Now, he comes back every year. He did Echo test or what, what was he? Something. At, at, but, you know, something he pioneered in that echocardiography or something yeah. like that. But he comes back and he celebrated and all that stuff. And I asked him, I asked him once, said, you know, you, you come back every year, you spend a month, you know, you go from your universities are named after you and, you know, bus and all that stuff. Why don't you come back? And he said, I'm, you know, I do a lot of research as well. And you're right, I can come back now because then I will be given a university where I can, you know, we'll have 10 labs and I can supervise this thing. But at that time, you know, if I had come back, I would have had no resources. I would have just been a doctor, exactly as the high court judge said, that robots are a robot, so, tum karo, you know." Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, one more thing uh, specifically about the public health uh, administration in India. Now uh, you see, um, uh, when I teach uh, the civil service aspirants, and so many of them are doctors, and they have worked in government hospitals, but they don't want to pursue a c- career in uh, as a doctor in government uh, sector because uh, it's uh, the decision making processes uh, uh, about public health also is. Uh, Mm, in the purview of generalists, not generalists, generalists, means bureaucrats. Very important point. B- Very bureaucrats. crucial point, in fact. So, uh, what is the lowest rung of administration, say district? Now, a district magistrate ha- has decision-making authority for me- uh, on medical issues, on health issues, not the chief medical officer. So he can supersede uh, yes. it. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, uh, officer. So, generally, in administration, even in health administration, the health your health secretary would be an IS officer, not an eminent doctor. Right. So,
1: uh, uh, yeah. I I think it can be very frustrating being a doctor, and I I still think it is the toughest job in the world. Like I I've, I've seen a lot of jobs, and I've you know. No, done, and also I, one I thing that
4: people do forget is that uh, yes, there there I've had experiences of doctors who could be callous or arrogant or, or even lazy, which is really a frightening prospect. But I would say most doctors will do their utmost to save you, to save the patient. So th- coming from a place where doctors are just not bothered is also a little bit extreme.
1: Okay, before we move on to the rest, uh, we have three more stuff that we'd like to discuss. Let's first get with up and Arvind K. 3.68 crore bill. Uh, uh, medical will, it's <laughs> oh, not yet a legal bill, um, which I was surprised to see. Well, okay, I wasn't surprised to see, but I was quite taken aback by the cheekiness of the attempts to defend that. You know, because there have been cases where many political parties have refused to send their spokespersons sometimes because they're angry, sometimes because actually you can't defend that position. Um, just like after the Delhi victory a lot of bjp people didn't send their people to spoke. but not only did our send spokespersons to studios
2: spokespersons are saying this is okay i was quite uh, <laughs> i was like for, for some odd reason they had john dayal as someone who's supporting this move
1: no but that is but he's not an official spokesperson that to, to panels so LCET also must be on one of the panels kyunki so set once in a while a tweet saying how great is Danil- this is how you succeed in this country Chato the government in power and pretend that you are this outspoken lout whereas you are nothing of the sort <laughs> but I mean it, it justified the, the prime time but uh, what I was uh, c- curious about was you think Ramjet Malani would have taken this money had it not come out? Now that he's saying, I don't take money from people who can't afford it? Because he did bill them, right? The, 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 the bill is entirely his.
4: Because he probably presumed that it would be quietly paid by That's what I'm saying. the government. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, nobody comes out to this. government.
2: Hmm. And I, uh, you know, I mean, the whole point is that uh, on 31st December, somebody interviewed, in fact, Scroll interviewed Ram and He said, I'm going to get free free? On this he said, he's on record yeah, said on that. 31st October, 31st December 2015, he was oh. interviewed. Uh, because in December of that year, uh, uh, you know, early December, uh, the case was filed. And Malani said, I'll be doing it for free. This is uh, um, Altaf... Uh, okay yeah he mm. interviewed for scroll then on 1st december exactly a year later 1st december 2016 jait malani bills 1 crore as uh, whatever uh, you know fee and 22 lakhs per appearance or something and on 21st december aap government orders clearance of this so uh, you know if it was free as uh, jait malani said i don't know what transpired in that one year that uh, and now he says that Kejriwal said nahi nahi hum paise aapko. This is what Jet said so Ulek. you
3: know aap you know came into prominence as a party with a difference and things like that so you know I'm disappointed with the way it has gone you know like uh, why is that people hate the congress because there is you know uh, it's still a lot of people a majority of uh, Indians that uh, hate the congress party the reason is there is a Sense of, uh, you know, deeply entrenched sense of entitlement that many of these people, yeah, if you don't, we don't care whatever you say. Mm. So that is. That has become what, uh, you know, the decline started with that kind of sense of entertain entitlement and also arrogance, you know, which very easily has come into, you know, it took Congress so many years, you know, like de- several decades, close to a century to reach that level, mm. you know, from uh, the time, I mean, let's not uh, factor in 1885 onwards, let's factor in when Mahatma Gandhi came into the scene mm. and then, you know, it took so much time for these kind of decadence, all kind of rot rot to set in. But in the case of uh, ARP... And so we, many sackings
2: as well. So many, Shari. so many, so yeah.
3: many. And imagine this one, you know, and maybe it accommodated a lot lot of people, a plethora of, uh, you know, different aspirations mm-hmm. and everything. Congress was a, a true national uh, nationalist in the sense of a geographical, not the religious terms. Sure. It was a out-and-out out nationalist organization. But look at up. You know, the greatest thing about ARP, I think, was that, you know, After we have had a lot of political parties like the BJP, even the left and even the Congress where the entry points were too high, far too high for people that unless even in BJP, you know, if you want to be a candidate or someone who wants to participate, you you want to be a political entrepreneur. It it, it it required lots of years of effort or rather, you know, it was not easy to come, you mm. know, uh, to become a, a political entrepreneur. In the case of Congress, you had to have some kind family. of legacy, family, pedigree, mm. all these things were there. Even in the left, you had to be a carder and then, you know, otherwise there is opposition mm. coming in. And AAP is one party that gave, you know, that lowered the entry points for a political o- entrepreneurs. in. yeah, that's a great thing. Like in the US, you had uh, an actor like uh, Ronald Reagan become the president of the United States. You know, would it have, you know, when AAP emerged, that was the feeling that I had that you know that it's for the common folk, for people to come in. So. The kind of you know, and then the soon the expulsions of uh, Prashant Bhushan and all that, you know, completely it it became uh, lopsided and a very the working became sloppy and it became uh, an organisation-wise it became very disorganised. So. It maybe this was a ruse. It became a
1: disorganization,
3: <laughs> 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 sort of, sort of, you know, and also, you know, like too much of authoritarianism within, and also, you know, if you look at the cases that are pending, even against several bureaucrats who are close to uh, mm. someone, you know, like Arvind Kejriwal, who we thought was, you know, infallible at one point, you know, so the disappointment is huge. So, I mean, media is adding to that, you know, like it's not as if it's up, you know. Uh, that is the most corrupt entity political entity in this uh, country that to their so that's
1: times the, now has taken yeah, off that, its that is there
3: but even then you know like uh, uh, for 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 a, for a political entity that has come up with uh, so much of promise, to degenerate to this level in such, you know, brief period, you know, lose its uh, kind of sting, the, its its a political honesty in such a short period, is devastating for anyone who views Indian politics. And this particular case, you know, it, it surfaced only, if you look at the specifics, it surfaced only because someone leaked out. Otherwise, you know, like... Uh, uh, without anyone coming to know about it. And mm. of course, there has been strong media scrutiny
2: and everything on arms. In fact, Sassodia said this letter may not go to reach via... Uh, oh, the the left-hand government. Yeah. Left. So, you know, that meant that they would
3: have paid the money. And then jet Melani, of course, you know, one has to be very careful when you uh, handle a person like Jet Melani when he says, I would argue pro bono. I thought f- first it, uh, his interest was to grill and humiliate Arun jetli which which was, you know, of course, he grilled and humiliated Arun jetli If you look at the high court proceedings, you know, Arun jetli was humiliated like hmm. he wouldn't have... I, I don't he w- think he was
4: humiliated. I think he, he, uh, he tried created. to humiliate, humiliate him. Right. He tried to. No. He hates him. He's done it at every opportunity. But I don't think Arun jetli was humiliated but at f- all. I think he was exposed, actually. Uh, oh. it, one way of no, looking at J. it. J.
3: At, at, you know When you look at uh, from Arun Jaitley's point of view, what I came to know about from people was that he felt completely exposed to you know mm. because you know like probably he isn't a saint either mm. and uh, whatever he might have done uh, in the cricket body you know like mm. to some extent you know like was exposed and he was in, 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 in a chamber which in which he is considered uh, some kind of a, you yeah. know a godfather he was completely uh, like made to look like uh, uh, you know a, a street urchin so that way when you look at it I, I immediately felt it was very bad it was a
4: very poor how treatment how do you know how he felt he he. Yes. [SSSS1] This is a presumption. I'm sorry, I take objection to this. Because this kind of journalism I see all the time. That something happens, an incident happens, whether it's in court or whether it's in parliament. And then journalists decide that so-and-so insulted so-and-so or humiliated so-and-so. And then that person was utterly humiliated. And I have seen in personal reactions that I have seen either in parliament or in a press conference, no one is humiliated except this, the press presumes it. You know, in, in this case, you know, Arun Jaitley was tasting the bitter medicine that he
3: has been prescribing everyone. And you know, Arun Jaitley, we know that he very close to journalists, and he uh, he lets people know what he felt. So mm. I came to know about it from people who were so close to him. And you say that you
4: can quote that Arun Jaitley said, "I felt humiliated." Maybe I, I am not Sorry, he would never admit it, even if he was. <laughs> that's Over totally anyone. wrong. He, No one will admit that I was humiliated. I felt humiliated. I'm sorry, this is so much (laughs) of fiction.
1: (laughs) Well, one second, it may not be fiction. See, again, humiliation is again... Every
4: guy goes home and says, you know how I told the boss off? (laughs) (laughs) Nobody says the boss humiliated me in front of the whole office. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't uh, buy this. uh, I, I, I really take serious exception because you see these reports all the time where the press... Headlines it so and so humiliated, and the person who says whose b- claim that somebody says, you looks at it and says, no, I wasn't. I was cool. But the, the but the very it's, it's also it's a, a case of means
0: uh, vicarious hunting.
4: Yes, it's it's no, totally you no,
3: know, like from people who are very close to advantageously. What I could figure was that he felt
2: humiliated.
0: Anyway, let's
3: get past this. You know, also, the humiliation. Uh, we are we are talking yeah, about the, also no, the nature of issue.
0: nature of defamation cases is such that uh, the person who files defamation stands at the accused mm. because he, uh, people argue that this was... Uh, Fame uh, had a uh, defamation. Uh, uh, was, I huh? can
4: guarantee that so Arun Jetli went home and told all his journalistic buddies that I fixed that Jait Malani. <laughs> <today>. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't buy this but, at but all. But this I know both very well. I know Ar- Arun Jetli and Ram Jait Malani, both of them for the last 40 years. And I can tell you neither of them would... Would ever admit that they were humiliated? You know, nah, but
1: that's the, the thing about humiliation is no one can guarantee it's a feeling, na? Just like yeah. you're saying that yeah, I guarantee
4: then, no. he didn't feel that way. You, but can you can't presume, but you can't presume it. it. Yeah, I know, but, but you, take, I presu- you take a presumption uh, that anyway, he was humiliated. But do, you th-
3: do you think you know uh, uh, Jet Malani felt that he was exposed?
4: No, I think Jet Malani thought. I'll tell you what Jet. If you're going to presume things, I'll tell you what Jet Malani uh, what. Uh, uh, Arun Jetli uh, would have probably felt i, I don't know <laughs> but i'll tell you what he would have probably felt Allegedly. he would have Allegedly. felt he would have felt that this guy has always been after me he's trying to get after me he's going to do it and it just doesn't bother me one jot okay that's his dheetpana all right he's not bothered and Jaitpalani said, says there's a great opportunity for me to screw this guy and he went after him but either one are completely untouched
2: they're both you see, too now, big to fail What ha, happens Anand. now hmm. is the real dangerous scenario Where if Kejriwal were to lose Or Jait Malani were to lose Delhi government would have to pay 10 crores no, But he's not taking money now, no? Jade Malani No, no, if he loses the case, case. If he, if the, he is he information case okay. You see then, what would Kejriwal say? I doesn't nahi. have that ah, don't know the money Then who would pay that money? I don't
1: know What happens if you, don't, if you can't pay, you go to jail? Yes Well, that'll be the best thing politically to happen to him. (laughs) (laughs) It's a fact. The kind of sympathy you'd get would be, you just spin this and I think he already said that, you know, there's a rich man going after a poor man for, uh, you know, defamation. But,
2: I disagree with Dulek on one point what he was saying that how it has, you know, the the descent of AAP has been so quick and all that. I actually take a lot of uh, uh, solace from it in the sense there is a stability that has come in our Indian political system because AAP... Is now seen as a little bit better, I would say, than the other parties, but as corrupt. As a party, as a party, it's a normal party. I don't
1: think it's as corrupt, but yeah, as a party, know, it's but, a political know, party. Imagine
3: in in Punjab the kind of uh, you know the, the the dangerous lessons that they went for. The, you know you have the uh, califi- Badal you know you have Badal who is a moderate Agali face you know of course to defeat him if you try to go to bed with uh, extremists mm. who are uh, you know not not just those people who nurture anti-Hindu who sentiments have
1: stickers at the back of their pijar.
3: completely out and out Kalistanis. they do so th- that, that means that uh, is not something that portents good for Indian politics mm. in any which way you look at it so if you are looking at opportunity at any kind of level and you think this is a you know, wherever you can tap, you can tap that way to you know get some uh, for,
2: political gain other parties
1: don't do this no other I mean, parties no, but, I think but, what the the but what he's saying is what he's no, saying is as corrupt as in a sense not financial corruption but the moral corruption no, moral is corrupt, as you No, know,
3: you're
2: as saying corrupt. that you know it is corrupt you're talking about financial corruption
3: no perhaps. I'm talking
4: about
2: corruption in the whole sense ah. and by financial corruption I don't just mean that you taking money mm. if you're looking the other way mm. and somebody is from your party is taking money mm. like uh, or appointments or something as the Shinglu committee also has pointed out
1: mm. although the Shinglu committee is a complete damn square I mean, I've read the allegations, I mean, of appointing these many people, which are dude, seriously, if you're going to look at that, even your government school is going to, I mean, again, I will be accused of defending them. But if you really read the detailed Shunglu committee report, and you can say this is some big deal, like some channels are making it out to be, then even your government school will have 10, you know, illegalities. You know, that need, but sorry, Ill- Anand Vardhan hasn't spoken, let mm. him weigh in on this. How big a deal is this? How big an issue? And how do you think it was covered?
0: No, it's main streaming of app, as he said. So, okay, so...
1: As the other Anand says.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: we have to, you know, sort this out for no, no, the future. No, when he says he... So maybe no. you can say Vardhan and Ranganathan. Vardhan and Ranga. Okay, I'll say that. Hmm.
0: No, see, the uh, moral capital on which it banked, uh, uh, it had to... Um, Diminish with time. So, because that is the nature of electoral politics and governance. It, it was uh, never a party of governance. I never rated it as a party of governance. They, and the leaders. Oh, oh, oh. The, the, <laughs> uh, yes, the leaders don't feel comfortable in offices. They are good for press conferences, but. Uh, and since I means so they are sensationalist journalists in politicians' garb. So, uh, so uh, so uh, but uh, the thing is that other parties are also not uh, very good at governance so in in that sense so the bar is pretty low so <laughs> so so, so, uh, so he, he is right that it somehow many streams up so like in, yeah, you, i
2: mean i you remember when bihar when um, uh, janta dal won people had almost forgotten about the crimes of Lalu prasad Yadav. <laughs> All the mainstream—they were all doing wah-wah-wah. and that kind of brings. I, I know it's horrible. Winner takes all kind uh, of feelings. Yeah, cynic. You know, you can say it's uh, being saying that, but it brings a kind of macabre stability to the system because your expectations are now normalized. You see, when AAP came in in 2012, uh, mm. everyone—and I—I—I <laughs> I, I wrote a piece called the the fall and rise of Kejriwal. Mm. Okay. Um, the expectations were enormous because he was someone, one of the one amongst the middle class, one people who wears you know doesn't wear dhoti kurta, tries to be pretend you know that he's uh, you know kind of cajoling and going obnobbing with this thing, wears shirt, pant, sandals and everything. It's well, that was the summer, but yeah, winters. Mm. But you know, <laughs> he's one guy who could. Now, now we know that has not been the case. Maybe that was never the case. We realized that in le- in election, you need to win. Now. You remember in 2008 uh, when UPA gave 60,000 crores loan waiver? Hmm. There were a lot of people, BJP people, who were saying, kya kar to be hai, har, and hai, then they did the same. Now you see the same guys same. are commenting. And ah, that was a given. So that means Madhu elections
4: you have to win. Case. The sad part is that.
2: Pesa,
1: up, coverage, what is your view?
4: Well, I feel first of all that I don't think that citizens of Delhi should pay for uh, his personal case. It's hmm. got nothing to do with us. He should defend himself or raise it from his. Um, supporters yeah from his party uh i don't think he's a corrupt man personally so i don't think he has that money but um he should raise it on his own why should we pay for it clear but and i do and having been on a panel discussion with Ram milani a couple of times and the last one being at the jeopard literature festival uh he went on a rampage against uh arun jetli during that um that panel discussion when Jetley wasn't even the subject Hmm. so I have personal experience of trying to uh, keep him him on track yes and he was generally abusive of Indira Gandhi in the most sexist terms and so I I think he's a rather eccentric crazy man and he might be a brilliant lawyer a lot of junior lawyers respect him highly for his legal acumen but I can't respect a man who invents an individual like a Sardarji to save the killer of Jessica Lal. So, you know, he might right. be brilliant in those terms in saving the worst people, but... Um, but he'd he be older than Indra Gandhi? Yeah, much no, older. Indra was
3: born in 1917, 17. so she would have been 100 now. She she have been 90-something. Okay.
1: So, no, he's 94. Okay, so he's younger than Indra Gandhi. Hmm. Okay. If I may say something, I saw the coverage because this uh, ARP thing happened, I think, on Monday or Tuesday night. I left hmm. on Thursday, I think. The um, um on uh, the the primetime you know aggression with which someone goes after this is no match for the aggression that they go after say a BJP indiscretion. The, at least certain English and Hindi channels, the Times now and NewsX being particularly this thing, if they get a lever to hold up, that is. No matter how minor the lever may be, as compared to the levers that are available in others, cer- that certificate, that distinction, certificate
3: manip- manipulation of an ARP minister who was sacked. And you look at those people who have not yet produced certificates in the, the cabinet. When yeah. yeah. this
1: guy's certificate didn't come up, there was wall to wall coverage. And you know, these, re- so I think th- on that, I, I, you know, I don't care whether people say APTARD or whatever. If anyone can prove to a rational person that the aggression and venom with which they go after a missing certificate in the AAP, if they have the nuts to go after Modi's degree or Smitri Nani's, I will shut down learning tomorrow.
2: Fact is, it is clear. I nee, reason, reason, maybe I might be wrong, is that still AAP has this persona, has this aura that we are not corrupt that we are different from the other parties maybe 5 years down the line you see for example if the same thing had happened with lalu yadav lalu yadav they, they wouldn't have given i mean or uh, you know uh, his rashtriya janata dal or anyone they would have said chalo bhai this is this is the norm if uh, tomorrow shiv sena uh, gunda shiv sena's gundas they beat up you know they create ruckus or something not just isolated case of this but you know it's taken as the normal but if aap does it or, uh, you know, I don't know, some other party mm. uh, does it. It becomes news. because I disagree so, because this uh, Shev Sena guy,
1: it was prime time. They were saying, you know, whatever, rogue MP, this, that and the other. It, th- I mean, they ran
0: that also. Anyway, Anand, do you have a view mean, on this? Means without any proven record of governance, the only term of their political eligibility was transparency. That was the only capital with which they entered governance or electoral politics. So they would be judged by that. And that's where their disappointment ended.
3: You know, I just have a question for both the audience because they both are, the uh, because uh, they, they they are you know more academic oriented, you know, like mm. among us. So the point is, you know, one thing about UP that I have seen nobody report is that in in, in education institutions especially in schools, you know, the elite schools like our DPS RK Puram and uh, everything, you know, they have decided to reserve a certain percentage of seats uh, yeah. for people from economically backward, section, backward yeah. sections, and it's going to come into effect fact you know the social uh, uh, problems of you know uh, uh, you know having such students from uh, financially background uh, you know poor backgrounds in uh, an elite institution that's a different thing but i just want to know what they would what they think of this kind of a measure and uh, is the AAP government getting, you know, like the the recognition that is due
2: for this kind of... Uh, which is a, uh, for, you know, I think is a revolutionary step. Sure. I th- If I can, uh, you know, first, I, there is no doubt about it that uh, AAP has done a commendable job as a lot of pakka socialist governments, you know, they do on health and education. So on uh, on education... Uh, they 've started on things yeah, Sisodia is actually quite a reasonable, quite a good education minister actually mm-hmm. you know i 've commended him publicly on that, uh, much to the ire of many but uh, <laughs> uh, you know on on health issues, Mohalla clinic is a fantastic thing if done well, and I think reasonably by and large, there have been sporadic instances of Kibaye Niklavo Nikla, hai, it 's a good step so uh, it 's like health and education in Kerala or in bengal you would say you know so this actually comes from uh, so of course that's that's a good thing and people um, now but on the other hand you see the po- the populism of thing of saying that house tax maaf kar denge ki ye kam kar denge, wo kam kar. aap has to go beyond just uh, giving subsidies it has to go into constructing things building things maybe that would happen uh, you know sooner than later but, uh, you know, it's very easy to say tomorrow that, let's go, I have your It's a kind of, you know, uh, like a farman, you know, like a my kind of a thing. It doesn't take a lot to do that. house tax. You build. So, the same is with Mohalla Clinic is a brilliant idea. And, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not a, uh, certainly it's a new idea in India. I'm not aware if any other country has done this. But, you know, for, for our country it's a fantastic idea. So, when you have such a good idea, bloody make it the world's best idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what I said. I said, why are you never satisfied? Okay, demonetization That you should never tha. be. Okay, why you should si never be satisfied. Hmm. That's a terrible Nein, suggestion. But people you should ask me. them why you're satisfied. You see, no, the point is, everyone has a, 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 you know, a, a band of suffering. So they say, ki chalo yaar, or of mediocrity, or of excellence, or something. But my point is that when you when you reach the stage where you're going to do something certainly in India first, if not the world's first, make every Mohalla clinic as the best clinic there can be. Hmm. You know, okay, Mayo Clinic, is of course, it's not the same clinic clinic, but as a standard banao okay, you know...
4: No, reversible. but I think you've hit upon a very... Can I come in here? Mm-hmm. I think you've hit upon a very crucial difference that one experiences in other cultures, which is that if you go... Any other part of the world, uh, in other parts of South Asia also, that if there's a waiter who's serving you, you, he is determined to be the best waiter in the restaurant. Right, take okay. pride, you
2: know.
4: Uh, if an Indian waiter is serving you, even an Indian waiter anywhere in the world, he's serving you with an attitude like, I'm meant for better things. I'm not supposed to be here. And his mind is not on his job. Actually, does... I have a theory
1: why that is. But... No, one second.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the the need to be excellent in whichever job you are, even as journalists, I experience it. Even as say a TV editor or a, a print editor, anyone. There is there is there are the world is divided with those p- between people who will do the most given their utmost to do the most excellent thing in whether it's producing or editing or writing or whatever and there are others who will just say kam chalao ke kam khatam karo kam hazri lagao hazri lagao and i think the majority of our nation is filled with hazri lagaos. situation ye hai ke agar we
0: back silence pe jate, but to the original to jo one, jate hain na experience for government Sorry. jobs, jobs. But one second, sorry.
1: Uh, no, Anand. Before that, let's finish up the app because uh, Olake had a question that you know.
0: No, I agree with what he said, but uh, my point is that about education. Even Najib Jung commented mm. in his interview to Times of India after mm, uh, quitting as LG, he um, complimented the education drive so your yeah, school so but uh, uh, still uh, you will have one flagship program which works I mean, say like ujwala in mm-hmm. india government I but but uh, apps uh, model of governance does not reflect a political startup of uh, say 2014 or 13. Because it does not reflect, a, um, means a modern political party governing a metropolitan city in a in emerging global power, so uh, it is more of a a Congress with plus RTI. So a
1: quick comment on what Madhu said. One is you know we've discussed this in the, I think last to last hafta. I brought up the Mahalla clinics, mm. but uh, surprise coming from me, I don't think the press ignores it because they don't like ARP or they don't want to. It is a less sexy and more complicated thing to explain. Mm. You know, you play a bite of an MP or of a Yogi Adityanath petting cows mm. and no matter which side of your political stance you are, you Complic know.
4: Public health as such is, a, is not a sexy thing exactly, to write so about. So I think that yeah.
3: is why
1: it gets ignored. Not because...
4: No, but there are stories there from what I hear in the Mohalla clinics. You, the doctors are paid according to the number of patients they see. And although they, they, in, there are reports of them working very successfully, the Mohalla clinics actually taking care of the communities, there's also the usual hera Peri where doctors, mm-hmm. doctors are putting in numbers that, scam, are, that don't yeah, exist, that issuing bad. medicines, uh, pretending to issue medicines which are then sold. So it's I'm I don't envy... Any person who's uh, like um, the chief minister, uh, Wal or anybody else, when they try to implement this thing, it's India's problem is always this. Just as the Ganga cleaning that now the prime minister I read has taken it over himself. Why should he? You mean he can't get anyone to implement cleaning the Ganga for God's sake in three years? Uh,
1: but Madhu, what you said about most Indians being like that, I think we are dealing with it uh, a lot more. I didn't more. say
4: divided. I said mo- not mostly. I said India is divided amongst people who... Maybe I said most Indians, but I think no, it's. But it's, it's true. It's that true that this not caring f- to be excellent, that drive. Ke mene, I'm here before you. I agree. I'm going fi- to. I'm ready. I'm going to record you. I'm going to be prepared. I'm going to do the best thing. I'm going to add this I, and no creativity ha, 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 ha. at all. I, I agree completely. In fact, no change ev- ev- wanted. Ev- Thank you. Let's just repeat
1: habit. In ev- everyone in office will say that whenever I lose the plot, my line is, "Don't work like an Indian." Uh,
4: <laughs> not when you lose the plot, but when you lose your temper. When
1: I lose my your temper. Your plot is there. The plot, but, but, you know, and we are dealing with this frustration now, but I'll tell you why it exists culturally. It why? Is, it is because, and what? I think it is, mm-hmm. it is a very legit sociological reason, when hard work is not that what makes you successful, there is no incentive to work hard. The India till, you know, maybe 15, 20 years ago, and even today... Much of India, and I will say much of the media world. Um, you can sorry, sorry and get away many, with it. many of my friends, you're probably listening to this. You're not where you are because you worked harder. You're just you born are in You are where you right are because place. who your dad knew. Yeah. So the incentive to work hard in India was not there. So you know meritocracy niye. you. nahi hai So why should someone try to achieve ne, merit? Why? to culture time time I, I'll rephrase that, don't work like a 70s all Indian. Now there is, <laughs> merit will get you somewhere. That is, that's all. So I agree with what you're saying, that is my own view, but I also think there's
2: so are a... are you against reservations?
1: I'm not against reservations at all. I think without reservations, we are fucked. And... We have to uh, reparations. In fact, we should have a deep dive on that. And yeah. again, I I know where you're getting the, at, and we're going to have <laughs> no. we're going to have a very fierce <laughs> no. debate on this. <laughs> if you're saying reservation and merit, because I use the word no, merit, hang on, they no, are not no, at no, odds. No, no. no, one second. Merit in our context is not a con- contradiction to reservation. Merit is an accident of birth. It is not the brilliance of your mind. And anyone out there who says, you know, all these debates, even on our English channels. Merit versus reservation. I mean, it is shockingly ignorant historically. They,
3: discount privilege. Yeah, I mean, merit
1: versus really the two are as if one is. Anyway, it's that's a. I, that's a
3: different. Uh, yeah,
2: let subject. me add. Let me add. Yeah, I just. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <just, laughs> I know. But the point is that I I go even a bit further than you, and I got a lot of ire because of this. I want reservations even in the private sector. That's a different matter. Hmm. All right. So I have my theory on that. Because 65% of the jobs in the manufacturing sector are in the private sector. If you want somebody to come up, okay, you have to have a reservation in the private sector. But that's a different no, matter. I won't go that far though. <laughs> <laughs> but let me, you know, come back to what Madhu was saying finally. Now the situation that the person who wants to achieve excellence is you know, usko log kehte hai, OCD. Hai? obsessive compulsive disorder Mm. (laughs) you know if you reach on time if you do your job to perfection or you're a climber Mm. you know whatever Yeah. sorry Anand uh, Vardhan was saying something
0: before we move on on this I saw you I would not risk over simplification Mm. because it's a uh, it's an issue on which I have written a paper University which
1: one reservation medicine or Indians not working are hard are you for
0: or are you against reservation no means I have examined different aspects so maybe on uh, we will have a separate
1: I think that's a good idea we'll have a separate yes. one on this it's, a, it's worth a deep dive it's worth a let's talk about so, um, let's one
0: just... IPL. IPL, IPL, IPL. Okay, there is. Okay,
1: Anand, I'll let Anand and Anand comment on that. I have nothing to say, but please keep your comments. About quick, the sports? Quick on this. About this game called cricket. <laughs> I don't know why Karthik has put it on the list. Do you
4: think the interest will be as much this time in the IPL?
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, I've watched the last two thing, Madhu, my... let's just keep Sounds one so. question to IPL. Don't encourage them. <laughs> we don't want to talk about these games. Okay, it's on the list, so I will let the two gentlemen tell. Olik, are you a cricket fan? For me,
4: IPL is a cultural uh, exposition on capitalism. (laughs) In its its wildest form.
1: Okay, so uh, the the script in front of me says, with the Indian Premier League entering its 10th year, an editorial in Mint argues that the success story of the franchise proves beyond a doubt that the solution to a lack of liberalization is not nationalization, but a more aggressive move towards liberalization. I don't know who wrote this six-line sentence, but your comments, please, on IPL. It started, who won, who lost, don't tell me. First, Ranga, you tell us, and then, Vardhan, you tell us. No,
2: IPL is great. I I mean, I love test cricket. i mean, the recent series that finished you know on this fantastic sports called cricket uh, <laughs> uh, you know was one of the best test series i have seen since 2001 when lakshman made 281 nothing compares to test cricket but i am not one of those who says you know the puritanical guys ki nahi bhai test cricket hai ipl no that's wrong you you, you invented something and uh, the skill sets are quite different from of course and you can see that people who like chiteshwar pujara
1: Ten, time up okay vardhan <laughs> what is your view on
0: this Now, uh, um, I would like to begin with something that uh, after, um, say, when India won T20 World Cup in 2007, a journalist uh, went to Asis Nandi and asked him that uh, does the success of T20 and India winning its inaugural tournament mean that... uh, the test cricket would uh, face an uh, uh, face a crisis so he is a cricket historian also asis nandi he has written uh, that tall book and this so he said that test cricket remains the only surviving critique of industrial revolution in our times <laughs>
2: What so. the fuck does that mean? <laughs> like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> he actually said, You should not cheer for India winning the World Cup. Because that would promote nationalism uh, so, huh?
0: so, <laughs> <laughs> no so in our what he meant that uh, the pre-industrial revolution was all uh, was not about numbers, it was leisurely life, idyllic life. so test cricket also symbolizes that in our times because after five days of play, you can ha- not have any win or loss. so it's a pre-industrial time, and it's a it's a surviving critique of industrial revolution in our times. that Acha. was what he meant. So, 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 anyway, so the... <laughs> the, a- the aversion to IPL is uh, the um, means hypocritical aversion to anything that is called tamasha, whether it is JLF or something. Mm-hmm. But act- but who does not uh, uh, means enjoy a tamasha? So mm-hmm. uh, so this is a very hypocritical. But st- it is not a tamasha, please Anand. Which, don't call it IPL. No no, I am saying that he's oh, saying oh. that <laughs> that is the view. So it's very <laughs> so, easy to dismiss uh, it. But uh, uh, it, it is something be, that because we that, that is a very uh, ingrained <laughs> cerebral point and uh, uh, kind of. Uh, uh, Mechanism to say that anything that is a spectacle mm. it has to be low, bro. Or okay, solid. time over. Up. So, Cricket got so, both,
3: so. okay, thank you. Wow. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. We didn't talk about lawn waiver, I just have one. I mean, nothing's uh, really
4: prejudiced against uh, cricket. Know, do you know, I mean, problem? we have to rebel I mean, against yeah. this. How can you control the conversation if they want to talk about cricket, they have to talk about cricket? Because <laughs> I'm anchoring it's the show. It's a religion, what are you talking I'm about? I'm anchoring the show.
3: <laughs>
2: it's so a have, religion, what, we uh, rebel. And what do they know of cricket who only cricket know? I don't know what that means.
3: About this one point about lawn waiver, the point is like you know, Uttar Pradesh has waived a loan of how many, many 36,000 30 crore, crore and thousand including NPAs and all thought it thought he was p- still talking on cricket and lawnmower so <laughs> <no>. <laughs> and then you know like total would come to more than 40,000 crore in mm. waiver and how are they going to pay it back you know we wouldn't know in six strangers over you know it might not get paid back also but the problem is you are, st- you are stretching the finances you are putting far more burden on our already collapsing banking system and you know just as we would Want you know big corporates who are defaulting on loans to pay back very fast? This measure you know would amount to uh, almost incent- incentivizing uh you know do- defaults, loan, lo- defaults <laughs> because, hazard, yeah. you know and you know like you know if we have had you know and this is this is data wise one can prove it you know i don't have the all the data with me now otherwise using data you can prove that from 1990s from in the 2008 uh, 65 000 crore loan waiver you were talking about to even now you know this is going to result in re- repeat offenders you know except. Uh, you know, even the case of farmers. So, so this you agree is with
1: what Arijit Patel has said?
3: Completely agree with arjit Patel, hazard. and also, you know, this puts this measure by Yogi Adityanath puts a lot of pressure on not other just the central government, other state governments other state. also Absolutely. to follow suit. There's and a domino this, effect. this, this is ha- ha- this is pathetic uh, politics, and it's completely bad economics. And I think we should completely. Uh, you know like uh, there shouldn't be any s- uh, scope for any disagreement on this part you know one might compare and say that you know what about corporate loans mm. and what about the f- defaulters on that front? you know you can't easily compare you know because you know like this is also a workforce that you know uh, agriculture is uh, increasingly becoming uh, uh, non you know not an un- it's not a viable area where you can make money and you know as opposed to uh, industry, you know, industry or and enterprise all. so you can't even compare so so, I think, you know, like, this is an area that requires a lot of uh, so let attention. Me,
1: so, le, so, so, let me um, disappoint you right there hmm. by saying we can all agree, no. Let <laughs> me <I> disagree. This <laughs> is uh, uh, you know, a socialist in me. Let me indulge a bit of waterboutery, hmm. much to Anand's, <laughs> Anand's delight. No, I, as I
2: said, I, I don't mind waterboutery.
1: <laughs> but honestly, you know, exercise. okay, now I'm not joking. I completely agree with the moral hazard. I I'm going to mix up two or three issues here and both Vardhan and Ranga can step mm. in and then we'd come back to you. One is, Urjit Patel finally speaks out.
2: I to say something Please, do not take the line that a lot of pro-BJP guys are taking. Which is what? Which is, he's spoken out against the government. It's not Okay,
1: fine. Okay, he may not There's have... There's more to it. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying that this whole thing of institutions that wouldn't ordinarily make a statement that is politically provocative. It was... I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing. I just think it's inconsistent with trends, whether it's good or bad. We can, you know, I'd like Vardhan Ranga and uh, Ulek to tell me. Um, uh, Vardhan, uh, uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, so Ranga, on, I'll come on, to you immediately. Okay, after. And okay, the second sorry, please, thing, please. and because you're talking about it, the election commission, what they said about Arvind Kejriwal, even they made something that they, he should self-reflect uh, reflect and all that stuff. Also something that the election commission doesn't ordinarily do. Mm-hmm. And in this case, although it was out of character, Whether it's good, bad or ugly, we can come to a longer discussion. Both these things are inconsistent with what they do. But coming to the moral hazard, Mm. I agree with what you're saying. It creates a moral hazard. And this is something I will keep bringing up. The non-performing assets, we've done a story on this, of industry, have been ballooning for the longest time. And I have not seen, in spite of times when the RBI governor should have really spoken up and weighed in on this issue, has not... So, weighing it on it now isn't consistent with that if he hasn't commented on the non-performing assets of industry. That's
3: You're talking about
2: Urjit Patel alone, not his predecessor.
1: Yeah, uh, Urjit Patel alone. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, so now okay, Anand
2: so quick, and then Anand. Yeah, uh, quick three points, you know, on what Ulek and what you said. Number one, uh, as Ulek rightly, and I I agree with Ulek and uh, disagree with Abhinandan in the fact that uh, it is uh, uh, it's, um, appalling that we, you know, we're having this competitive loan waiver thing that's going to spread like a rash. In 2008, only 5% of farmer loans were defaulted. 95% farmers had paid. So 65,000 crores went into those 5%. Now imagine, out of the 95% farmers who'd paid, mm. how would they have felt? Mm. They would have said, I will take a loan next time and I'll never repay it. Mm. You see, so this creates this vicious cycle, point number one. Point number two is the fact that Waving off loans in agriculture is never the solution. Insurance is. Sure, I agree with that. Okay, so it is ridiculous because this is this is going to crop up again and again and again almost every year in every state. Oh, it follows Barring that seven state. to
3: eight or eight to nine years cycle. You know, correct.
2: Mm-hmm. But you know that also depends because you know the agricultural practices of states are different. <laughs> right. yeah. So if UP had needed uh, uh, loan waiver this year, mm-hmm. I mean you can't Someone say that. Yeah, because yeah, the yeah. monsoon will hit differently yeah. in yeah. different in fact, states. The High Court, the High Court had said has said Madras High Court two days ago mm. that you waive off loans of uh, Tamil Nadu <laughs> farmers. Of course. It's a bit nuanced because mm. they disagreed with the uh, classification of farmers. So they right. said, "We don't agree with the classification that you are going to give low wave off loans to only this." This classification. it should be wider. So you come back with so that's a bit nuanced, but. Essentially, what they're saying is mm. that even the judiciary as well as the executive are just going to waive off loans. So right. that's point. You know, mm. on Urjit Patel, a lot of people today are saying, "Dekho, ab chatti khul gayi hai." Ab you know all the people who were saying, and in fact, in 2008, the RBI chief had actually said, "We are with loan mm. waiver." They mm. supported loan waiver. I don't know who the RBI chief was, but yeah, uh, uh, whoever it was, they said, "We are we're fine with loan waiver." Why we ready? Why we ready was okay. Well, yeah, the point is. Urjit Patel, when he needed to speak up during those three, four months of months of demonetization, all the other monetary policy, ye karna kar rahe, usme, you know, chup rahe. now this is, he's speaking now and the decision is not an RBI. He cannot take, He, he is there is no stake of RBI in this decision. So it's like, you sit in your house, you put and you I don't agree with this. How is RBI going but to influence... But where did he say
1: this? What was the platform he said this as? Well,
2: it's in one of the, the interviews... that Some you know, media interviews, yeah, interviews then it is, then he like is that. he is not a it, I mean, it is a formal... What you know. I meant was, this is not... He is not gone against the government in a decision that RBI... It's an has RBI... A, yeah. He doesn't have a dog in the fight. Yes, okay. there is no dog in the fight. So he can say, like, tomorrow he can say, I don't care, you know, this uh, road that the government has made. All right? I don't agree with, the, you know, the quality of tarmac it's that is. Enough. And will people say, "Oh, he's disagreeing with the government"? So, uh, please, you know, let's not say that Urjit Patel is. uh, And also, he knows the. When he needed to go against the government, okay, when the stakes were high, when it was RBI that needed to put his foot down, then there was complete silence. When RBI has no stake in it, this guy is saying, "I disagree with it," and people are saying, "Oh, wow, look at our," you know. So, Vardhan on both issues. Yes, Yes.
0: Uh, first one was agricultural loan, and
1: and then an institution speaking up, which historically
0: hasn't. Now uh, let us uh, consider a situation where uh, BJP had promised it and didn't fulfil it. So, it means that's also a situation when would we complimenting BJP for not fulfilling what it uh, promised in, in in its election manifesto? It's a similar kind of situation that Trump promising something and delivering on it, and people saying that why were delivering? Yeah. So that is, but I don't agree with farm waivers, they are, as he said, I agree, and they are not going to benefit farmers in the long run, so it's a populist major, Uh, but uh, then the electoral compulsions of the political party was there, and uh, in the first, uh, when you, this happened with uh, the Niti's regime, after uh, he replaced, Um, Lalu in 2005. That in uh, in the first two months he had to work on optics because the because the govern on governance uh, uh, because a state didn't exist Mm. governance was Mm. at lowest aim. So first two months was uh, he was just engaged in showing that a state exists. I can do this. I can do that. I can do that. They see see the visibility of it uh mr yogi adityanath i think is uh, following the same script that i am here the state is here see we are doing this 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 so it's a visibility compulsion also means uh, because he is he has also advantage of starting from zero so whatever he does so yes uh, the financial prudence aspect of it uh, are, are debatable in fact they are not good means uh, I, I agree with him that uh, that. Second is institutions, but uh, you see, uh, election commission means in, uh, has not been pushed uh, to that uh, margin of credibility uh, as uh, Mr. Kejriwal did. So we didn't have a similar historical precedent for its uh, credibility being questioned to seek for a similar precedent of its reaction so uh, that's i
2: mean, would call it so,
0: trolling i mean you know
2: well actually, trolled ec and
1: ec trolled back uh, i would say that kejriwal hasn't even done a tenth of what modi did where he played up on Lindo. election link christian identity during gujarat election that was not only was it trolling it was trolling along communal lines who we call a prime minister but today. But
0: that was targeting a particular commissioner, chief election commissioner for his... F- for how
1: he was conducting the election, which is what this guy is doing, how the election is... Co- and he's not even saying that it's dishonest. He's saying, you know, why are... Like, for example, they said that for the same offence, which Parikar had done, and which Arvind Kejriwal had done, the election commissioner reacted differently. You know, Parikar also said, you know, Lelena. So, but... I I I agree that you know he pushed them and the first offence was his but there have been worse offences by the sitting prime minister referring to the christian identity no, of election he was not
0: sitting then he was uh, no, now sitting, but he was chief minister yeah, then yes. so, so but, but but, but but I think that was a different set of offense. This is just uh, means questioning the processes, the whole process procedure of um, how messages uh, are decoded and this. So that I think that's a different ball game. I mean, think things.
1: you have something to say because we have two quick things to discuss and then we'll you know I, I, I wanted
3: vision. to say about Ujit Patel. You know, you know with a specific reference to strengthening a banking system, because, you know, the kind of uh, burden that the banking system faces are manifold. Like, you know, infrastructure is something that should be financed by, uh, because these are long, uh, projects of long gestation period, uh, by uh, deep bond markets. So the idea should be to create deep bond markets. And before that, what you should do is, The banking system is in a major crisis now. And to repair that the way Raghuram Rajan had left, you know, where he had left it, you know, like he was highly, you know, I I asked you specifically whether are you talking about Ojit Patte because the man who had consistently talked about and was worried about would have done something better for the banking system and then corrected it. He had spoken out. Yeah, he had spoken out completely. He had done also a lot of stuff on the banking system. So I think, you know, that way I agree with um, Oh, Anand, uh, that Rangadantan uh, that, uh, <laughs> that uh, Ujit Patel I'm gonna uh, doesn't always, uh, you know, talk when uh, he ought to be speaking. Sure, fair enough.
1: Okay, we're already uh, over an hour and a half into it, so I'm going to have to wind up. Uh, so we will not talk about something that I wanted to speak about. But anyway, you know, on the entire racist attacks and you know, Swara- Sushma Swaraj going on the offensive against the African envoys. Except, I
2: don't know, I mean, if you didn't know about that, mm. you wouldn't have known what Tarun Vijay has said today as well? No. What, know, oh, my God. What's yeah. he said? Tell me. He said, uh, he was talking on a show, mm. uh, live on air, uh, uh, you know, about trying to, he's talking with, uh, on the on the whole issue about mm. Africans and this and that. He said, Indians are not racist. Look, we North Indians, we live so happily with the South Indians. They are blacks. Mm. <laughs> no, see, I think
1: uh, see, Vijay is a vile man. There you is know, no other way. I he mean, is, a, and the fact that he I has been elevated to the position even, he has.
3: I mean, the same pe- the same people who question the in invasion theory.
1: Right. <laughs> Good, <laughs> Good point. point. Anyway, but I anyway, I just think so. Any uh, there are two letters which I don't have the time because they're both very long. But I will mention them. Please do read them. They are in the link below, and we also publish the letters. This is from Amrit Krishna. He says, hi, NL team, I just finished listening to the latest episode of Hafta. I have some suggestions to offer. He was also deeply moved by Dr. Rahul's letter read in the Hafta. And though you have invited him to write an article on the issue, I feel it will be more practical if you could take inputs from Dr. Rahul, possibly be, and run a podcast. You know what? Amri, Amri, Amrit, we like I said, we're doing that. Madhu's working on a podcast specifically on this issue. Also, Amrit says, in Hafta, your current format leads to detours So with this, you know, if we have a fixed one hour time slot, we tend to get everything covered in 90 minutes because we, well, this one is going to be two hours long. So, and and then he has some views on our UX, our user design and, you know, our interface. You know, I
2: love this concept of the chess clock. I mm. think it should be used for all interviews it should be you know mm. so when the interviewee speaks after he starts speaking he slaps it yeah. then, so everyone gets their time maybe we should introduce no uh, I think
1: Hafta was a freewheeling discussion mm, that was the idea true. that we don't limit ourselves so and then he winds up by saying your interview sessions and let's talk about series wonderful the one on Kashmir was really well researched he's pursuing PhD in computer science from IIT Khadakpur. I don't think I'll be able to fund your NL Senna projects anytime soon but I do hope you'll be able to cover the stories on political killings happening in Kerala of course, the Panjana Pal will be missed. Thank you for your email, Amrit. And there's also a letter from Dhiraj, who says he's deeply saddened by the reason of not publishing a doctor's story because of lack of reporters. He's going to... I mean, he says he used to work Vedanta Hindustan Zinc, And he has an idea of basically recruiting graduates who can come really cheap. And we can do a lot more stories than because we have only, you know, six or eight reporters. We can't do so many stories. Uh, and he goes on to say how that that model will work. While um Dhiraj, thank you for your email, and I appreciate your trying to crack this uh, model. uh You know, there are certain stories which you can't send someone with no experience on. And you know, I've I say this after having tried many. Uh, Vardhan will bear me out on this. I mean, you can't you know you can't sense a fresh grad to do a story like the political thing. It's it's very difficult. You need people with experience because the kind of shit that can go wrong there are too many to risk just sending a fresh they grad. Means, uh, mostly
0: right. mistake j- activism for journalism. Right. Mistake or lake, yeah, yeah, to mistake activism. Right, like you have to... Yeah,
3: completely, completely. And, of course, we do have even journalism, you know. Like, if you uh, look at television journalism, it's, you know, to some extent, you know, to a large extent, you might... Uh, uh, feel that there is a complete lack of accuracy in reporting and you know right. too much of active more than activism sensationalism and you know especially regional uh, language journalism where people because of the proximity with the leadership or rather the proximity with the institutions they take to tend to take everything personally and then you know like act in a, you know you have had you know business journalist um, before um I forget the names of these people who uh, always had um, some kind of uh, big opinions to make right. whenever the uh, f- uh, stocks fluctuated and went down and then dived and things like that. so you're taking it very personally that those sort of things also happen in general so all considering all this to uh, you know to assign uh, an inexperienced person to uh, you know, or to trust a person like that to uh, uh, be accurate about uh, you know facts and things like that would be. And know. also
1: structure of story. Who you go to, you know, Dhiraj. Uh, and I really appreciate your um, writing the letter. Our listeners can please read Dhiraj's letter. Um, so uh, I'm I'm not kind of being dismissive what you're saying, but I think there is a tendency of people to think that journalism is just a job that can be done by an intern. Uh, It is something that requires a lot of responsibility. You have to get structure of story. You have to get what is a credible and not a credible source. You have to make sure that I don't go to prison because I believe that the role of management is to insulate our journalists from any action. So... I mean there're just so many things that one is doing uh, I think journalism above all is uh, a very difficult nut to crack and what I have found is um in the last several years as a you know television uh, professional it is the older ones like Olek said who are not thrusting their opinion or activism as journalism in fact it's the younger ones who just come out fresh write a report as if it's and and if you say no, this is not a report. You are giving opinion. No, but this one said it. Hey, this is not. <laughs> they don't get it, and you get it with time. So anyway, thanks for the emails. I will Can I just
2: add uh, one second. You know, we're talking of the doctors' uh, issue, and uh, we were talking deliberating about it. And instinctively, I mentioned my master, <laughs> right? And I and I just called him uh, father of echocardiography. Mm. So I was wrong. He was, uh, he's called the father of modern echocardiography. I see. Uh, and he was the first to, uh, I'm just saying this to correct, you know, what mm. I was wrong. He was the first to discover the pulmonary valve by echocardiography. He was the first to diagnose a bicuspid aortic valve, invent treadmill exercise echocardiography, introduce color Doppler, invent the techniques of Transpharyngeal and transgastric ultrasound and use echocardiography in cardiac pacing and electrophysiology. Oh, okay. Great. Thank you, Masarji. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Ulek, we usually close with some suggestions mm. uh, that you think our listeners can be enriched with. It could be a film, a book, an article, a movie, anything you want. Mm. So do you have any suggestions before we wind up with the song for the day?
3: You know, I'm I'm um um, reading a book, um, uh, Earning the Rockies, by uh, Robert Kaplan. It's about earning the Rockies. He, his father used to be a truck driver. So, America is a huge geographical entity. So, these days, people cover the country through, uh, you know, plane and, you know, like. So, what he meant was that you have to travel on road. That means you have to see the Rockies completely to understand the country, which is true. This is a situation that you can replicate uh, to any other country. To understand, you have to travel through road, you know, meet people Mm. and understand. And it's a wonderful book about American history and how he's uh, linking geography with uh, politics and you know like you know this is the author of revenge of geography and uh, uh, you know Robert Kaplan is is a great uh, he's written uh, on
2: Arabs as well right he has written on book,
3: India yeah. also he has written on India coming anarchy is one of his watershed books in which he predicts a lot of uh, uh, you know it's it's equivalent to That's it's
2: Kejriwal's favorite book isn't it <laughs> 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 you
3: know someone you know samuel huntington is an academic at one level robert kaplan is a you know great uh, uh, expert on geopolitics and you know he has written extensively on indus uh, you know south china sea and the problems between india you know in the future yet forecast problems between india and china and you know he has written extensively on eurasia and this book, you know, which came, this book earning the Rockies is a book that has come after his, uh, you know, stellar book called "The Revenge of Geography: How uh, Countries Tend to Rise and Countries Tend to Be Triumphant in Wars and Lose Thanks to Advantage of Geography." So it's a it's it's a wonderful book, and he's I don't know he he's an advisor to the National Security. Uh, uh, council or whatever in the U.S. and all, and I think it's a you know, you, book you, you worth reading because he goes back to his childhood to uh, he his childhood experience to rediscover uh, America and you know understanding U.S. in a different way that we see is very much important in understanding the world. Sure. Perhaps Swaraj, so, if you're talking, listening, please
2: do read it. <laughs> 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 talking of geography and how nations have you know, I remembered. Um, uh, you know prince charles the one person who was most annoyed uh, by the eurotunnel yeah. was actually prince charles because he said you know since uh, the william the conqueror yeah. britain has never been defeated because it is an island and now it is a travesty that we are connected yeah. and it's it's strange because after brexit there's an article in independent i think 2 days ago that said maybe britain needs to uh, blast the Tunnel. A Euro tunnel using a nuclear bomb yeah. or something crazy. <laughs> what
1: is your recommendation? <laughs> yeah, my recommendation
2: Ranga? is a wonderful uh, profile and an article by Sohini Sohini mm, for in The more, Wire. Mm, Former
0: yeah. Open
2: uh, staffer. Oh, she, yeah, fantastic. She's got a Ramnath Goenka Award as well. Okay. If I'm okay. not Very. What good. is this
0: about?
2: So this is about uh, uh, an Indian scientist and an inventor called Guha who's actually from IIT Kharagpur, and he's retired now, he's invented this um, contraception, male contraception, uh, as a gel. Uh, And the point is, it could potentially have earned $10 billion, but because of the delay in the Indian government and all the bureaucracy and the phase clinical trials that were begun and then stopped and stalled and started again, the patent has expired. Oh, dear. And now uh, they're thinking of launching it, but again there are a lot of pharma companies you know who have a lot of stake in. Uh, so contraception is a huge field hmm. uh, I see okay uh, that's a good so one so that's a wonderful article in The Wire
0: Vardhan yes um. My recommendation is also a former open editor, Manu Joseph. Ah, <laughs> mm, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> His last so, piece on the post. Uh, uh, yes, in mint launch. <laughs> basically, re- read everything what he writes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is this one about, this particular? <laughs> it means uh, 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 the crisis of being uh, Indian, in, um, Indian in India. It's basically... <laughs> so, no, he's, he's, uh, well. Uh, yes, yeah, that he's, is also like a subtext he, of Yeah, it, subtext, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, by saying, yeah. I mean, the he's talking about the you know the posh people like, and the elitist you know,
1: So, so uh, yeah. Okay. My recommendation is um, I don't know the name of the show, but this was last night as I was going to sleep. I just turned on the TV to see some headlines, and I was fascinated by this uh, debate that Gaurav Savant was conducting. <laughs> uh, I want to recommend it not because I think it's brilliant. But to see the idiocy
2: television can sink
1: to and the caliber of prime-time anchors. It was about Hinduism, Hindutva. And there was this one fellow, and there, you know, there was a clip of another, Maulana with Ayatollah Khomeini in the background. But the anchor saying, what is the harm in considering yourself Hindu? He's telling a Muslim, you know, dadi imam type, this and just the the direction of that and his whole india first india first thing i mean it was it was a demonstration of buffoonery which is shocking that that is what news is in our country today i th- i think everyone should just watch that uh, that played on thursday night uh, on on india today tv to see what passes off as prime time viewing these days and if you want to <laughs> also listen to something good the latest podcast from the producers of Serial is called S Town. I binge heard it for seven episodes. I heard four episodes one night, three episodes the other, next night. Uh, talking of journalism, how difficult it is, uh, you know, uh, a journalistic story, you know, how easy they can turn, how structure matters. And there is uh, an article in the Time magazine, in t- an interview of the guy who had actually, mm-hmm. the producer of this, yeah, okay. the, the reporter who did this podcast series of how he structured this show. And that actually tells you a lot of how difficult it is to get a good story and how expensive it is because 50% of them fall apart. So yeah, those are my two recommendations. Uh, Thank you to the panel for coming. Olake, would you like to leave us with any parting wise words? (laughs) Just name
2: a person, you know, for heaven's sake. You know, like uh, give us a scoop or something. You know, Mallu for heaven's sake. <laughs> like, come on. Uh, okay. Every time he so, says, you know, <clears throat> you know, I won't name a person who did this.
3: No, I would say something. You know, like I was speaking to a, a RSS very senior RSS pracharak recently, and then he was telling me about uh, what plans they have about. Um, you know, according to them, it's not rewriting history, but then you know, like unearthing or you know or. Trying to uh, dig up deeper to find out jewels, you know, like, you know, people who have contributed uh, a lot to uh, knowledge in India. He named a lot of names, but, you know, one a name that he said, you know, I completely agreed with him, despite the fact that I'm completely ideologically uh, opposed to him. Mm. Uh, that's the name of uh, uh, Professor, the late Professor Jadunath Sarkar, mm. you know, the great chronicler of. Uh, uh, the Mughal, you know, especially Aurangzeb's biography and, you know, someone who had been long tainted, you know, for no fault of his, someone who I think, you know, despite myself being a, a, a leftist to say that, you know, like, uh, it, it, he's one of the outstanding historians of our type and then we shouldn't forget such people and I think it's, it's, it's a good move if RSS includes more such people it it it, it this, this, these are times when you feel that you know there are people that you can uh, you know bring up you know and you know and change uh,
1: that more known, that that one view of histo- history what, that the Men- Men- historians know, they, have.
3: they should stop talking about um, uh, what is that in the planes of you know like you know which is that plane that uh, um, Ravan and other people had used uh, Pushpak Viman and all that you know like let's talk real and then bring back you know alive. People like Prof. Jadunath Sarkar. Yes, then
0: particularly medieval India suffers from NCRT fundamentalism yeah. of the, Satish Chandra and Irfan Habib. Mm. So they have whitewashed Mughal India mm. with, as if it was some great period and all the sins of Mughal emperors. So yeah. Jadunath Sarkar is a very valid counter-narrative to that. Yeah.
1: Well, on that note, we dedicate this song to history. Thank you for joining us. Do contribute Thank and you. help keep news independent. Thank you, Lake. Thank you, Anans. Thank, Thank you, Madhu, you. for joining us. Thank you. And we'll see you again next hafta. bye
3: Bye-bye.